and and nbc all right uh welcome to bjj and bruce like subscribe share i'll keep follow it sh- and follow and follow we'll keep it as short as possible uh i got chris here and we're joined by our fellow training partner nick benny casa nick welcome. hello yeah how, how are you today pretty so, good yeah nick i don't think i've actually sat down and gotten like your origin story when it came to jujitsu Okay. So how did you end up training at AT2 Orlando and training jiu-jitsu? Well, um, I guess it goes back a couple years. I had a, a really good friend that I went to high school with that was an amateur fighter. And uh, he brought me into um, what is now American Top Team Rockledge because I was living over on the East Coast. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I was under uh, Dennis Davidson. Trained there a couple times. The Rooster, is it? Yeah, is yeah. It, it was. Yeah. I think it was called like... Uh, I think uh, it was like... like it was Melbourne Fight, Fa- Fight Club or, or like Fight Factory. Yeah. I think might have been the name at the time. And uh, I trained it a couple times. Really liked it. But then I was going to school full time and working full time. How old were you at the time? Um, I was probably 22. So this was like, yeah, like six years ago. And then um, was Wade Rome there at the time? I don't know. I only went for a couple of sessions, okay. so I'm not really sure who else was training. So. Um, yeah, it was just me and my brother doing the sibling rivalry thing the whole time we were training. We were just trying to rip each other's heads off in the geese. And um, yeah, and then uh, a couple years later, I finished school, got got a full-time job. Um, uh, and then I met uh, Tyler Wozlowski, who used to, used to train here. The okay, Brown so you were friends with Tyler. Yeah. That's and, right, because uh, he was, left right when I started. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't make that connection. Yeah, okay. yeah. He... Uh, because I, I was looking at getting into it again, and um, he was like, "Oh yeah, you should come down to American Top Team." So, how much time had passed since you first training in Rockledge and getting kind of exposed to it again uh, through Tyler? Getting exclusively here, so I've been here about two and a half years. And wait, and how long were you with Dennis? I just a couple of sessions, like literally, like, like a month. So like oh, how wow. much? Yeah. How much time elapsed between Rockledge and Orlando? Oh, like like five six years. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, you, you, you were basically follow- a beginner then yes. when you started here again. Yes. Were you? at all following it like we what 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 made you not like want to keep going at that time i it was just i didn't have the the money i didn't have the time because i was i was working full-time as a broadcaster i was doing uh while being in school yes while being in school full-time so i just i had no time i was like and plus uh when i was working as a broadcaster a lot of what i was doing was in south florida so i was i would drive to miami a couple times a week and then come back up here and go to school full-time and like it it was crazy i didn't have time for anything so oh that Miami traffic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, well, now it's the Orlando traffic. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But the drive down to Miami is like... Yeah, but it's the Miami drivers that make it really perilous. It's like, <laughs> it's really, it's something else. It's, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so how did that conversation go with Tyler and what got you in the doors here? Um, well, I, uh, I was introduced to Tyler and uh, they were like... Uh, you were introduced to him? Yes, through Noel. Okay. Yeah. And... Uh, Y'all were like gaming and stuff all together, right? Yeah, yeah. We were playing D and D together. We played played Dungeons and Dragons. We we're both uh, we were all hanging out at um Cloak and Blaster up around the corner. Nice. Was he the only one that was doing jujitsu in that group? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. And he was like, "Yeah, I'm a brown belt." And like, I I had some idea of like what the you know what the implications of being a brown belt were, and I was like, "Whoa, okay." So I came in and uh, yeah, I came in for a, a trial. I'd been uh, I'd been exercising quite a bit, so I was able to come in and do a gi and a no gi back to back. So I felt like pretty nice. good about myself coming in. But then I like I rolled with Tyler and he just crushed me. Just what head is arm all day. I've heard so, nightmares about Tyler. <laughs> I've heard that, like Paul. Paul I, like I never met. I mean, I met Tyler, but I never really talked to him. And I I was really just in my first few weeks, and he was already 
moving on and moving and selling his yeah, house yeah, and doing yeah. all this stuff. Oh wow! But so I remember that. Paul telling me that quote Tyler's a goon. He will just mount you. Yep. And just stay on top of so you the Tyler, entire time. Having grappled like everybody here basically at this point, Tyler is like the thirty-five-year-old version of like Kali, who like they both have. They have good hips. Very, very good hips. Very and flexible the, guys. Yeah. Um, he has a uh, Taekwondo background, right? He does, yeah. yeah. So, like, he's Aww. super flexible. Yeah. Okay. Um, real good base and doesn't really work to pass guard and just defends, like, sweeps really well and doesn't really attack. So, like, just the onus is on you to try to do something to him, right? And so, like, but if he finds, like, the small opportunity to, like, wrecking ball through, he will. And he'll just mount and just like low mount and just. That's what I remember. I remember just seeing him swallow people. Like yeah. I could barely see him, and he would swallow. Jesus. I mean, yeah, it, they were just kind of under there, and he was just working calmly. But his hips yeah. were down, and he had the low mount with yeah, his legs it's, crossed. It's, it's, it, yep. It's, and it just I never rolled with him, but yeah, and that's. Or that's, if I did, I don't remember. And he probably was it, very he was nice very and, he refined that strategy exceptionally well. Okay, so so Nick, you came in, you did gi and no gi. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it like being back on the mat? I mean, it was it was good to be back. I was really tired. You know, <laughs> I was like at the end of it, I was like, oh, like this was a really good workout. But it was what I was looking for because you were you got bitten by the bug, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, big time. Because it was what I was looking for too. Not only because I was like, I was like, this is really fun, but also like I had been going to a traditional gym for like a year, and I was just bored. I was mm-hmm. like, I need something that's like going to be difficult and going to keep my attention. I was like, I was the poster child for ADHD growing up. So I need something that's like, you know, kind of in your face the whole time. And jujitsu does that for me. So. Do you remember those two classes at all? Like what was taught in them? Do you remember who rolled with you? Um, I know I rolled with Tyler okay. and he crushed me. Sure. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty miserable. Cause not only did he crush me, but he like, you know, he got he brought me right to the point where I wasn't tapping yet. And then he just like smothered me and just did like you said, just kept that low mount and just like yeah. kept his sternum on me and like, it was it was tough against like a day one guy. So. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's what everyone would do if they bring a friend in. Like I'm thinking of like like my old college roommate. If I brought him into the like, I think I could not resist, but beat the shit out of him a little bit just Wait, to okay, be like, so hey man, look what I get to do. What's more, <laughs> but like, what's more satisfying, like exerting your dominance that way, or just like looking? Well, I'm not talking about what's better. I'm talking about what feeds my ego. <laughs> like think about like think about if you had a sibling. Do you think you would oh, show yeah. the sibling? I mean, oh, if, you're if really my brother came the, in here, I'd I'd crush him. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so what? That's interesting too. What got you guys as brothers into? Like, was that just like a formalized way of like brothers beating the shit out of each other? Like you guys both joined at the same time. Like, oh, all right, let's me learn my, how to do it, and rather than just like fighting in the yard. Yeah, me and my brother. Well, yeah, we also were just we were both living at home at the time. And I was like, do you want to come do this with me? And he was like, yeah. Like, cause we were both like, you know, we both followed UFC and we're like, okay. We're so you were MMA that. fans first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. And like, we had, we had both followed UFC and like, you know, thought it was interesting. And you know, we both, we both knew Tim who was my, actually Tim used to come in here. I think a while ago, he used we, to turn. Are we talking team. about Tim? That's Jamie's friend, Tim. No, no, no. that's Tim. Oh, that's Tim. Oh my yeah. bad. Tim, Tim Sorry. Wala, wala, wala. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah no tim doesn't uh actually Tim's i think i remember a, him he he would come in for mma like specifically okay and uh, i remember when i first started training here he was like I, I i guess he came from like he trained here when it was like the old guard so he was like uh he was like yeah don't do mma with those guys they'll just like they'll whoop your ass and like oh <laughs> <it was> like, <laughs> yeah yeah so so yeah. do you remember like what was covered in those classes at all 
Um, I know we worked, uh, I think we worked the flower sweep. Okay. And then, um, we were doing a lot of, uh, a lot of like, like guard stuff. We were doing a lot of close guard stuff. So it was like flower sweep. And then, um, yeah, we said we worked a couple sweeps and then, uh, we just started in close guard. I know that. I don't remember what was in the Nogi class. Um, I know that we were working close guard stuff in the, uh, we work at a couple different sweeps. Pendulum sweep and like at that point it was also fundamentals and advanced right like yes. well actually because but Tyler was in your class yeah no but he came into that class he, specifically okay, right, because right. he was like bringing me in so, okay yeah because so word of advice to people who are out there as friends who bring friends to jujitsu like don't just bring them sign them up and like and not them. escort them into like <laughs> your first class like be there with them to be like the true like gatekeeper to really lock them in you brother um. That's just, it's a really inviting way to, to get your friends to really get hooked. So Tyler did well on that, on that end. So, so did you sign up at that point or? Yeah. No, that day I was did like, you, you didn't even up. do the one week or whatever it was? No, I just signed up. Really? I was, cause I, I knew I wanted to do it. So I when was, like, was this? This is like this. late 2017. 17. Yeah. I think I started like a week before Halloween was okay. like, was when I like signed up officially. Yeah. It's been, uh been coming consistently ever since i think other than corona the biggest break i took was i tweaked my knee snowboarding so i was out for like a couple weeks yeah i remember that i yeah. remember i remember rolling with you a few times and you saying hey watch this knee i yeah it's always something that's not jujitsu yeah yeah typically <laughs> it's weird how that works did you break fall though uh no i was i was screaming in pain <laughs> no i i uh i scorpioned i hit a uh a little tree that was buried in the snow and i like toppled over my head and oh then my my, God. my board went over and it like yeah scorpion pretty hard oh, and it turned geez. my uh my mcl like inward and uh yeah then i was i was at the top of the mountain too so i had to ride down to the bottom on the mcl so that was that was fun <laughs> that's scary man yeah. i mean the, the slopes are fun it's just the consequences can be real bad if oh yeah you've also i mean you so at, when you started doing at the the East Coast Combat Club, where the hell it is now, or whatever it was, <laughs> you were you were only grappling. Yeah, I've yeah. seen you do Muay Thai here. Yeah, yeah, no, I I had really no real like formal training and striking at all. So when did you start doing Muay Thai here? I did it a little bit last year, but uh, as of in the last few weeks since uh, since the lockdown lifted up a little bit and we were able to reopen, I've been trying to do it at least twice a week now, and like I just want to get some technique in and learn how to do it. That's awesome. So, okay, so for a guy like myself who doesn't do it. And you're kind of starting, so you know you we're kind of starting. Um, we'd be, like, it, I would be similar to you, like a guy who's been grappling, doesn't have any stand-up experience. What's that experience been like? Not transitioning, but stepping off a grappling mat onto a Muay Thai mat. Um, the there's a lot more cardio, I'd say. There's okay. like, uh, especially with the bag and pad glasses, because you're just throwing kicks. Mm -hmm. It's it's tough. But um, I'd say the biggest hurdle to get past is uh, just flinching. You know, keeping your eyes open. People are throwing mm. fists at you and throwing legs at you. I've like, heard that's like not a like reaction. You have yeah. to lose. Yeah. 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 You definitely, it's, you, you lose the, yeah. the flinch. Yeah. And I'm just starting to like, just starting to get that where like, I can be like, okay, I got punched in the head, whatever. Like, and that's know. interesting. Yeah. So that's been the, uh, that's definitely felt like the biggest hurdle to overcome. Um, sweeps feel really natural. You know, I've, every time we've worked on like, like Muay Thai sweeps. I'm always like, oh yeah, this feels like an ankle pick. I'm like, yeah. yeah, feels good to uh, do that. I, like, have you done a lot of clinching yet? 
A lot of what? Clinching. Clinching. In Muay Thai? Probably uh, not. We've done a little bit of clinch work, yeah. You'll um, probably find yourself, like, in, like, because you have, like, a good awareness and sense of, like, hand control and, like, neck control. Like, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to frustrate a lot of people who have been doing Muay Thai for a while with uh, with your little bit of, uh, your couple years of Jiu-Jitsu experience. Got you. Yeah, we've done a little bit. I haven't really delved into that too much, but... I want to get better at kicking. I have like I have these long legs. I want to do something with them. Yeah. Do you have any aspirations to fight or like, <sighs> why did you train? Like, is it for like, you know, we always do that. Like the once a year, Paul does the commercial. Like what, what do you train for? Yeah. In the cases, right? Like what is, or the, okay. What was your opinion on the roll video? Did you like it? The why I roll? Yeah. I roll for self-defense. For I mean, like there family. are only so many reasons <laughs> to roll, head. right? Like, and then me and Vic, you're like, I roll so I can kick this guy's ass. I roll so you can. I mean, dude, I mean it was so cringy, man. I'm <laughs> but you know, they're like, you have to play for the widest audience possible, right? Yeah. When you're marketing, like, you can't, you can't sit there and make like a super niche commercial. Well, Gian's gonna was. I mean, right before the the pandemic, he was like shooting an Oscar, an Oscar worthy. Is like, it like super melodramatic? Because I. No, but I mean, he does had, that bring people to the gym? Is my question. Like, that's uh, I mean, it was a narrative-based like commercial where it shows like a, for a guy's first round day. Round two, ladies and gentlemen. This is good. Your face is going to get red. <laughs> oh yeah. This, so this it, it was kind of narrative. We'll, we'll see. I mean, it was too early. It got shut down. Production got shut down. Yeah. It's all right. Hollywood's until, back until, up and until running until early 2021. <laughs> <laughs> but you, um, so I mean, you're doing kickboxing. You've done, you know, at length Muay Thai or excuse me, Jiu-Jitsu and Nogi. Like, do you have aspirations to, like, do MMA? Or are you just, like, this is just another vehicle all. for like, I mean, I have more aspirations to compete in jiu-jitsu than I would in, in, a grappling in, 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 like, a grappling tournament. More than I would in MMA or in, like, a Muay Thai tournament. Have you tournament. been in one? I don't remember. No, not yet. Just okay. haven't found the time or just, like... And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, that's the yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I, you know. I also just... I love training. I really do. Like, I love coming in here and training. It's mm-hmm. it's, well, it's the best part of my day, you know? So. Oh, so you never answered the question. What? Why do you train, like, ultimately? Like, um, beyond just, like, is it... Because you had said you went to a traditional gym and you're like, fuck this. This is boring. Yeah, it's boring. And, like, uh, I mean, I'd still like to lift. It's just not... I don't want that to be, like, the focus of, like, my, my mm-hmm. whole workout regimen. I guess, too, it's... Uh, it's uh, it's a mental thing for me. That's that's the biggest reason I train. Um, like I said before, I'm, it was the poster child for ADHD. Just like I could not focus, could not sit still ever in school. And um, now I'm a software engineer, so I'm sitting in front of a computer all day. So when I get out, I have a bunch of pent up energy, and I need to go do something with it. So I come in here, and yeah, it's best thing for me. Also, I had like a lot of anger issues growing up. And coming in here and doing this really, like, really alleviates all that. It's, like, on a, in a really big way. So, How many hours a week are you training right now? Uh, right now, um, seven or eight. I come in five days a week right now. and then I'll In addition to lifting out a traditional gym? Or no, no, that's, not, that's in, not in addition. The just, yeah, this is, this is mostly what I've been doing. And then, like, one day a week I'll either go kayaking or I'll go for a run or, like, yeah. So I'm, I'm working out six days a week, and then I'm coming in here five days a week. Oh, wow. So I, I wish more people would do that. Like, I, I, think, I think people's, like, mental and physical health are tied so much to physical activity. It doesn't yeah. have to be jujitsu, but... Big time. I, 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 yeah, think, I think there might be something to be said for... Like if someone has anger issues or, or like aggression, it's like being able to let that out. Yeah. In a way, I think 
It's we're animals, a good dude. Out. Yeah, right? no. we're animals. <laughs> we're gorillas just wrestling for dominance in a, in a social hierarchy. Right? Exactly, right? <laughs> like it's a matter of, you know, at the end of the day, we're these biological creatures that have evolved for the past couple million years to, and then all this damn these computer games and shit come along. We gotta, we gotta. Says the guy who plays mobile games all the time and is <laughs> this getting is his daily achievements in. I'm probably, ga- I probably have more hours on DC Legends than I do on the mat, unfortunately. <laughs> and I think my, uh, my dad bod illustrates that. So, so, so Nick, I can, I can say, like, I've observed that, like, your jujitsu has like leapt leaps and bounds in the last year. Thank you. Um, yes, agreed. What? Do you notice anything different? You're not not in terms of how you're performing, but has anything clicked for you? Like, what's what was it like, like getting your blue belt and and moving beyond that? Like, how has jujitsu training kind of evolved for you and how you approach it? Um, hmm. I guess um, I'm I'm starting to figure out what's important, like when you're rolling, right? Okay. Like where where to put your hands, where to put your pressure, where to you know keep when to keep your elbows tucked, all the. You know, a lot of that stuff is starting to become second nature. I think mm-hmm. that's that's a biggest thing I've noticed. Also, I'm I'm just I'm way more calm when I'm rolling nowadays. Mm. I find myself in a bad position, and like I'm I I'm like I I notice how much calmer I am. I'm like before you'd be tenser. And yeah, I'd be tense, and then like now as somebody, you know, I get like, you know, I get like Rico crushing me in side control, and I'm just like, okay, you know, get the hand in the neck, like try to connect the mm-hmm. knee and elbow, you mm-hmm. know, just try to get out. I don't, but I'm not like I'm. I'm no longer panicking ever, mm-hmm. even if I'm in like a really bad. I'm getting crushed. I'm in a really bad position. I'm not panicking anymore. I'm just mm-hmm. like I'm good. Um, also, I'm starting to you know learn how to use my length. I guess I've been uh, my guard has gotten a lot better. Yeah, learning how to push people with my legs and stuff, and yeah. just like two guard pullers when we grapple. <laughs> it's we're trying to force the other person to pass. It's yeah. like no, you go on your knees. No, you go on your knees. It's a very, yeah. it's a silly game. <laughs> two, two very passive. Well, grapplers. not only, not only you have length, but you, you have, have very you have good above hip average hip mobility. Yeah, like, so you can actually like get your. Uh, do I? I didn't. I didn't I, notice. I, you do. Yeah, yeah, you do. No, no, you do. Like yeah. I, okay. I would say, like, like little Nick or Noodle Nick or Nicky, whoever, however we want to call him. Yeah, Young Nick. Like he's got the most flexible. Oh, he's like, uh, like. I mean, like, he's Gumby. If yeah, you, if his stat points are all adi- allocated towards like, <laughs> oh yeah, like guard retention, but right? That like, dude's made you are still wire. able, like, I think you're able to get your knee, like, you you can retract your knee pretty far back in guard. Yeah, your your recover, where your femur connects to your hip. Yeah, the range of motion is oh, okay. far like the, above average. The rotator cuff, or whatever. yeah. So when like I'm trying to pass that? side to side on you, you're able to, like, I feel like I. I've beaten other people's leg frames and mm-hmm. you can still bring it around yeah, and like put your sure. foot on my shoulder Agreed. and force me to go to the other side. Yeah, so. I do. That is kind of like my, like, you know, my fail safe. It's like, I'll fall to that and then just like bring that up. Around mm-hmm. That's good, man. That's good. That, yeah. That's, 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 right? like, that's, that's, that's excellent. That's garbage engine. Yeah. Yeah. That do part you, um, what sort of like, so aside from class and I, and I have my hypotheses about this just with no and whatnot, like the difference between people making that leap into, being a really good student versus just being the guy who shows up and just trains. Um, what is your outside of what we're learning at the gym? How much other jujitsu are you consuming? Um, I watch. Uh, I mean, I watch a lot of YouTube as anybody. Which is that's yeah. Which that's any, perfectly valid. Yeah, any jujitsu obsessed person. Um, like, what do you grab? I've never heard towards? you talk about that though. 
Yeah. Like I'll I come don't... in and blabber like, oh, I just saw, you know, this. <laughs> so let me see. Does this work? And I'll be like, oh, it doesn't work. I'll do it once. I'll be like, like yeah, what do you work. like? What are your search fields? Um, and well, MFF. I'm uh, I'm I'm terrible at it, but I'm fascinated by lockdown, and just the whole like. Just that whole system of lockdown and like oh, the we got whole like Planet thing. guy here. Yeah, hmm. cool. I'd love to get better at it. Um, I like I I. I've well, if Ryan Marman like, ever showed up, he could help you out with that. Yeah, yeah. No, he showed me a couple things too. Did he? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because well, like yeah. I remember when I when I first came in, he was like, "All right, we're gonna get you to kill Tyler." And like, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and he like he showed me all this cool catch wrestling stuff and like. I, I'm fascinated by that stuff. Um, that stuff's really cool. Um, so lockdown is yeah, you, you, okay. and uh, I also look up a lot of like uh, I don't know a lot of like X guard stuff. I try to you know. I also what I find myself doing a lot of the time is we'll go over something in class and then I'll just go like I'll just go look it up and see what other instructors That's and see how they're teaching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like just see like you know like oh what is you know what does was John Danaher have to say about this or what is you know like just the Lord and Savior. How do you feel about our Lord, God, and Savior? <laughs> How do you? <laughs> Dude, I wanted to make a drinking game for this podcast, and every time he was mentioned, you take a drink. What about Matt Thornton, well, though? Come if on. You wanna, it's a Matt Thornton. The Matt Thornton one actually, it, it, It'd be cool, like a, a podcast bingo chart. Yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like whenever someone says that. So the, the, earlier, so guys, I think you Matt Thornton, get, Matt Thornton, Matt Thornton. Yeah, there you earlier go. There you, you go. Shit faced <laughs> if, if you listen to how many times we said literally. I think we've we've. Gotten enough, I think we've become we've very cognizant of about that. that that we've reduced that. But I listened to some of our earlier ones because I'm in the process of like taking the older episodes and putting them on YouTube, and I'm hearing them. So many viewers, dude. So much, literally. It's just. Like, <laughs> but are we using it in the proper context? Are we using no, it? No, we're when using literally it. Literally, it's with, we're just, it's oh, so we're like we're being thing. that like, guy. Literally, he's. It's like the valley girls. Like, like oh my god, like oh my god, oh my god, like. Oh my so god. I had to actually <laughs> take my head out of that because. I, I used to realize, I, or I say like a lot. I think mm-hmm. I do. I'm not sure. I think I do. Um, so now I'm, I'm, ever since you, you pointed it out, where both you and I were literally saying that all the time, <laughs> I had, I, I'm like, I'm like, is that annoying people or is it not annoying people? I I'm also a little self-conscious about if I, if I don't, if I'm thinking, just stay quiet. Don't say, um, because I, that was, I was, it, the seems, guy. it I makes was you sound like, doing, like super profound. I know, right? right? Like, right? Like, <laughs> pause, dramatic pause. <laughs> like, yeah. So I was, I was definitely guilty of, and I'm still, I'm still do it, but I think I've, I do it a little less now because of that. So do you enjoy gi or no gi more? The, the never ending question for everybody. That's, that's a tough question. Honestly. Um, I think, I think I'm better at gi. I think I'm much better at gi because I've spent more time doing it. So in that way, I enjoy gi more because I have more success there. But I do enjoy no gi quite a bit. It's hard to say. I really don't know which one I enjoy more. Um, So are you jujitsuing for the sake of jujitsu? Or are you jujitsuing for... You have some... Like, I... I need to prepare for the streets <laughs> or, or, you know, like whatever everybody's sort of like abstract, like <laughs> when, reasons for training are, uh, when I started like my mental health, like what is your, yeah, um, when I started, there was a little bit of like, you know, cause like when I, when I first started, I was like, um, I was like doing like promotions for nightclubs and stuff. So I was like, I was going out really often and I was like, I'd seen, you know, fights go down in the parking lot of guilt and stuff. And I was like, uh, like, I wouldn't know what to do if I ended up in that situation. So do you like, now? Uh, what? Do you now know what to do? 
I mean, a little bit, yeah. Um, I think um, I think Nick would fuck up all those guys. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he would fuck he's like, oh, dude, come into my guard. <laughs> no, I mean, I would no, just... No, he would just fucking no, hop on their no, back just, and choke yeah. him senseless. I would just stay on the outside and let him blow their load, throwing punches at me, and then be like, well, oh, now you're thing. tired? You, you've Let's done go. Muay Thai, so you actually yeah, have, exactly. a you have a good idea of like, how to at least keep your hands up. Yeah, I would yeah. be the classic, like, close the distance. <laughs> you do, like, the, the, the hoist Gracie yeah. stomp at the knee, like... <laughs> so like how early what's your earliest mma like memory of like this is something i want to do because i feel as though like people who get into martial arts like it's always some for to make up for some like weird insecurity right like me included well i, I know that while you're thinking about that sure. the the one i remember watching i think the first UFC, I got into got into it. it. Was in college and it was Canada versus USA. BJ Penn that's, versus that's U- UFC 458. God dang! F- wait, 458? No, 58. Okay, I was like 458. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm BJ Penn uh, GSP, and the guy who what was his name, the Crow, who was another guy that trained David with the Crow Loazzo. Loazzo, yeah. Where he back kicked the dude. Yeah, yeah. He back kicked Charles that. McCarthy. I remember that. I remember that. He was an ATT guy, so fuck Loazzo. <laughs> But I remember around that time was the third season of The Ultimate Fighter, which was Shamrock Work Tease, I believe. Or maybe I'm mixing oh, wow. up my timelines. That's an, a difference between old maybe and Maybe I'm mixing school. my timelines. But I believe that was the third. And I just remember how good Tito came off as a coach. Like, we all liked Shamrock. We thought Tito was a jerk. But then when we watched the show. The wrestling part of you probably appreciated that, right? He like, was like, he was very much team. Like, he said, this isn't team or team. This is team. Well, I mean, he said punishment, so it's really his brand. But it was a little better than just saying my name. Whereas yeah. Ken Shamrock's like Team Shamrock. Yeah, and he wouldn't. And by show the way, up. guys go bowling. Yeah, like, and, and and yeah. Tito, at least the way they portrayed him, was actually doing all the workouts with the guys, yeah. and that. I mean, that he also me. there was a, def- a a big difference in. Wait, so what does that have to do with? Your, well, I just remember that. That's so. That's your so initial. I, the reaction. first, my first memory was USA versus Canada. When I started to get into it was when okay. I was watching the third season of the Ultimate Fight. Really? So, so what was your what was first your MMA or, or were you a Chopsaki guy like Van Dam is fucking awesome guy like me? Um, hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, I grew up with like you know Van Dam and like all of like I grew up with like martial arts movies. Okay, that was kind of what's your it. favorite? Come on, my Say favorite. It. Yeah, come on, uh, right now on the spot. On the spot. Well, um, Ong Bak. Oh, so you're yeah. okay. So you're a Gen Two guy. Yeah. You're no, I mean, I mean overall, Ongbok. Ongbok, the Thai warrior. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. That, so you, you've gotten the, you've gotten the, like, the... I guess I'm older. <laughs> the bootlegged, um, it's sold on VCD at Megacon version. It's called the Thai warrior. Yeah. <laughs> but it's actually Ongbok, yeah. which okay. is, so... So that's, like, Hong Kong version 2.0 by way of Thailand. Yeah. So that's Ongbok Is that, like, here. the same time when Chow Young Fat was, like, getting big in, like... I'd, I'd have to look, but, like... But Chow Yun Fat was more like a uh, he's doing action movie like he's a not, John Woo type yeah, of yeah yeah, yeah yeah I get but that but like yeah. but like I guess early two thousands yeah, that's yeah, about right like I think I think Ong Bak might have been late nineties yeah I think I think it was early two thousands I think it was it was I, I know Ong Bak was like the man because I was still doing Taekwondo at the time and f- they, you guys have come back we're like oh man like we were like jizz in our shorts like looking at this dude doing like spinning <laughs> kicks right like like fucking butterfly like kicks and all that nonsense we're like yeah this okay, shit's real okay what was what was the Taekwondo's community's reaction to the Matrix. I mean, I, I don't. I think there's this weird like, amongst like traditional Eastern martial arts, and all sort of like Hong Kong style action. Like there's just it's a definite just gravitation towards that. 
Okay. Like this is even like though the weird, weird validation. Inspired, like the choreograph was inspired from. I mean, it was. It's it's Yan Wu Ping who did yeah. all these old Hong Kong movies. Sure, for sure. Um, but but like Ong Bak was like Gen Two because theirs were like taking inspiration from like theirs was like guerrilla like stunts right like theirs were like you look at like Hong Kong cinema which had sort of like progressed beyond and they're like integrating like a lot of wire work a lot of like CGI in the in the case of the Matrix but like Ong Bak was like I'm gonna fucking light your this motorcycle helmet on fire <laughs> and run and jumping knee at you that's with awesome. gymnastics that's right like, like it's fucking crazy thing. right oh, yeah. he, like at one point he lit his legs on fire and threw a flying knee into it yeah like yeah. like that's awesome <laughs> as shit awesome. like that way more because i remember when uh crouching tiger hidden dragon came out everyone went bonkers for it and i watched it as a kid and i watched it only once and i was like i it didn't do anything for me really yeah so th- so me being a kid who's whose mom <laughs> literally who i don't talk to my mom nowadays but who literally literally Mind you, take a shot. Would buy tape sets of Hong Kong TV series were of that wuxia, which is that like flowery, like sort of like Dragon Ball Z but real life, like wire work type films. I grew up on that, like just like really shoddily done, like just for little. So to TV see these series. guys hopping on bamboo reeds and but stuff, done but done in exceptional, beautiful like production quality was awesome. The storyline, I'm like, whatever. I, mean, I think that's the thing that I think that's the thing that bugged me is I, I, it seemed like as a kid I didn't appreciate the artistic nature of it. I was like, yeah, I, I mean, Angley is a little, he's you know, as a, <laughs> like hey, he, he directed he, the first Hulk, bro. I, I mean, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's actually Stacy and my so our Stacy and my 17th anniversary of dating is tomorrow. Um, I'm taking her to Shoeless tonight, by the way. So you know, um. That was our first date movie, was seeing Hulk together. Wow. Yeah. So, isn't that something? Did that help progress the relationship forward? or did? I mean, like, if you look at it, though, like, she kind of is Betty, and I'm kind of like this asshole, like, guy who just, like, goes about life smashing through things, and she sort of, like, calms me down, right? So, like, that's been... So, okay, so let's look at this real quick. But imagine if you had seen, like, Avengers. Imagine Avengers there, and she got to be Black Widow and wear the Black Widow outfits. And then I mean, calm you down in that I, way. Like, know. hey, the sun's coming down, buddy. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> sunset. That, I mean, that's first off, that's like 20 years down the line at that point. I know. But um, so my favorite, my favorite Disney movie is Beauty and the Beast. Wait, because what? I also had anger issues growing up. Really? Yeah, man. Like, well, I okay. So you're like a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde kind of thing, where you, like you just like, like, well, okay. So the Hulk would be a good analogy. The Hulk, for you. It, the Hulk has actually been long. So like my you identify, ideal, like you see characteristics in in Bruce Banner, the Hulk. Yeah, like my ideal superhero is actually Superman because he's the prototype. He's the archetype that all other superheroes are based on, right? But like the one that I've long connected with for the longest time, and the first comic I ever bought was Hulk number three eighty three. Is uh, it's it's been it's it, it's. The 30th anniversary of the Hulk actually is is has always been there with me so much so that when the used bookstore that I go to whenever they get trade ins mm-hmm. they set aside Hulk comics for me so shout out to Bright Light Books I love you wow. Sam you guys are are awesome so. that's awesome Nick do you have like a similar like I, I what's what's what do you who's your who's your patron superhero my patron superhero 
I, I mean, right now it's Sebastian Stan and the Winter Soldier, right? <laughs> <laughs> or is it Fat Thor? Which uh, you, you failed on that, by the way. Yeah. So. Um, my girlfriend loves Sebastian Stan, so I'm going to go with Winter Soldier. Dude, so many so. girls like Sebastian <laughs> Stan. What has he done aside I don't know. from Winter I don't Soldier? Know. I don't know. Like, what has he, he done? So why popper do, that we don't know about? Like, I have like, no why idea. Why do women love him so much? I don't know. I yeah. mean, he's a handsome Strong guy. Don't get me wrong. No homo. No, but he's not... But he's he's like the like you know how there are guys where it's like guys can see like oh yeah like like uh, the perfect like GSP. No, well, I'm talking about movie stars like um, okay. What was his name? The Pride of Gypsies, the guy from who? That I used his Instagram handle, uh, Aquaman. Oh, Momoa. Yeah, it's like I think like all guys can look at Jason Momoa. Like, like all right, all right. I, I can I see my girls like yeah, yeah, But Sebastian Day's like I've never heard of the guy. I mean, like, yeah. okay, so like, I guess back he to was in a couple rom coms. You know? I'm 28. You're 28, so you're you're literally 10. You're a decade younger than me. Jesus Christ! So like, our guy that I never understood, and being the guy who grew up on GI Joe and like the Hulk, was like DiCaprio. I'm like, what the fuck do girls like <laughs> no, this little skin young with? DiCaprio? Now DiCaprio, everyone can see it. Like, don't you think like they reached a point where he became like an Oscar actor? At, like he was in The Departed, then he's like in all these movies. Yeah, but he's with, never been alpha. No, I think I think he went. See, he transitioned from like the guy that was on the teen magazines to a guy that that I think a leading man. Yeah, like, that's what, like I, mean, I, I can, can see that. that. I mean, Sebastian really, Stan is not an Oscar-winning actor that's being that's starring in Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah, but like, but I think like, Leo got there a merit. Like he's like on like right, like yeah. he's literally his acting chops, right? But yes. like Momoa, like we we get it. <laughs> like like I, the rock <laughs> yes <laughs> right like but DiCaprio like I never got it eh, who is the guy that but I also grew up on reading comic books and fucking playing with He-Man toys <laughs> <laughs> so like I mean you know but you got Dolph Lundgren yeah exactly. I mean, so you know I guess you know. my uh, my like who's your who's your spirit animal spirit as far as like superheroes go I don't know if you'd call him a superhero but Goku Goku. Oh, yeah. that's so OP. L- come on. <laughs> I, I know, like, you blow up Chris, fucking planets. Come yeah, on. He's like, you just commit. Yeah, but like, but then you, but then he talks and he's like, well, hey guys, and he's just like a goofy, like he's just like a goofy. Okay, ass fair enough. Who, and that, yeah. I think that's the, that's like the joy of seeing like yeah. Superman too, right? Like at the, yeah. at heart, he's like a farm boy. Yeah. He has like Midwestern America values, but he's also like the super badass, right? Like, and yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. is that the idealized man, like the strong but silent type? I don't know. Well, like he's ultimately a kid at heart with the purest of like hearts and minds, right? Like, but like at any given point, are we trying to I've got this the nuclear perfect man weapon. that's the most appealing to women everywhere? <laughs> like, no, just the perfect man. The per- well, no, the perfect man ap- is appealing to men and women. So the perfect man to appeal to men. Yo, he, man, he, he, he's like he's Teddy a Roosevelt, right? You just right? said like, it. You, you Lord Bata. He's you a fucking walk. Was it walk silently but carry a big stick? Or whatever the term is, is like. And the, but he's soft spoken. He he yeah, he has, like you know, he has a softer side. Is is John Wayne our the ultimate Duke. idealized man? I don't know. Man. That, that's before my time, man. I mean, I've seen his movies. And stuff. I've I've actually not seen his movies. Oh, really? I, I'm I'm my exposure to John Wayne is literally the John Wayne Parr. Well, okay, JWP. But also, like, the 30 seconds I spend with him in MGM Studios on the great movie ride. Oh, my Right? Like, do you even know what I'm talking about? Dude, that's... You're such a I've never seen a John Wayne movie. Well, it's Americano. I'm... I'm, 
you see my eyes? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> right? Like, I'm, I'm Gen 2 American, so. Jeez. <laughs> um, so, so were you, now that we're opening up more, and that uh, Noah Sahibi, have we heard from CB, by the way? Success? No success? I haven't heard anything. Actually, I don't, I, he disabled his Facebook. That fucker. He t- Either that or he blocked me. Troy was calling out. Me. Troy was calling him out too much. I bet. No, I mean, so I actually <laughs> I went to I went to look something up, and I could. And it well, could, it's under Michael Sahib. No, 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 no. He's in Messenger. He's not on Facebook. Like, can you actually, do that? You yeah. can, and yeah. I actually want to do that because I'm sick of Facebook. Well, then I realized I have Facebook because of our gym's account. Yeah, like, yeah, that, exactly. That's why I'm on Facebook. Otherwise, I would do the same thing Mike does. Keep Messenger so people can message me. Yeah. But I went to yours and I can click on your name in Messenger and, and pull up your Sahibi. profile. Okay. If I go to Mike in Messenger, it's not clickable. So how about that? So good on you, Mike. Get away from social media. I'm, w- I'm with you on that one. Yeah. It is pretty toxic. Yeah. <laughs> Man, don't get me wrong. All right. So now that we're opening up, what were you going to say? I'm getting nervous here. Because then you asked me about me and Mike. I have no idea why. And then you asked, how, you know, any updates from Mike. So did you lose your train of thought already? Yeah, I haven't eaten since six o'clock oh, yesterday. Oh man, See, and I just had a four percent beer and a nine percent beer. Where it just, he replaces this up. Yeah, so wait till <laughs> wait till you guys see this on shit on YouTube where I just like completely stroke out, right? Like that's terrible. Well, um, we'll, we'll get a camera eventually, and it'll be and super record. awesome. I have a camera. Well, I mean, I think we have access to a camera. It'll be too. we'll be fish eyed. Oh well, that that would be terrible. Why would it be terrible? You and I would be super jacked. Right, we, we'd be like the guest goes over here. We'll go here where it amplifies <laughs> the guest, our width. The, yeah, most. the guest needs to sit directly in the center. <laughs> yeah. Right, like we're they get like smushed off, and we get all like. Um, <laughs> so your spirit animal is Goku. You like the soft spoken, yeah, um, or just the non spoken. The non spoken, yeah, like uh, you are pretty quiet during class. Yeah, well, I mean, I just I trying to listen, and then uh, or the like you know concept. who was a uh, one of those. Fighters, I always thought was just like super. It, like early on, when I first got my exposure to MMA, was uh, was uh, in the Pride years when um, when Fedor, Fedor Fedor was fighting. Oh, he would just he, walk out, just stone faced. He would man. knock somebody out, and then he would just he wouldn't celebrate. He would just walk out and be like, "This is yeah. what I do." <laughs> just, <laughs> the best, just the no best with expression those, with like, those uh, the the stare downs, like when he would just go like, especially against the like, up guys. Yeah, no, he would always look down at his feet. Or like Crow Cop, he dude. Was, him and Crow Cop, that was yeah. massive. Yeah, that was awesome. That's a terrible fight, though. But de- but just the the build up to that was. Yeah, yeah, I mean it was good. I you so okay. You're you're a pride guy, interestingly. Yeah. What's if you were to show? You're a noob person, no exposure to MMA. Mm-hmm. A, what athlete do you show them? And B, what match do you show them? Damn, I don't know. Wouldn't you show him Fedor and Randleman? And who? Randleman. What, like, getting fucking suplexed and, and armbarring off of that? Yeah. <laughs> I, okay, so, okay, what constitutes to you, both you guys, being, what, or what do you look Nugera. for in an MMA fight? What do I look uh, Both of you guys, like, what do you look for? Like, well, what's different? What I was What's before? your favorite like, MMA I couldn't, fight? I couldn't appreciate Khabib Connor. Back then, I loved it this time because I, because I'm a grappler. Like I can, I I actually am intrigued by the grappler. We were like Sambo. But when I was, but yeah. if I was younger at the beginning, I'd be like, this is boring. Stand up. Like I would be the. Pe- would I, you really? I mean, I wouldn't be boo, but I'd be like, dude, this just this guy's mauling him. But now I appreciate seeing a guy on top control someone. And how hard it is to actually do. 
right? Like yeah. to be to exert that like, much that was dominance. That, there was that. The, I think it was the first fight, the first card that they had, which was in Jacksonville, the very first card. There okay. was an undercard fight where the guy kept going between Twister attempts and <laughs> Ryan and Martin was literally texting me while it was happening <laughs> and going for uh, and he was like, this guy's stealing my game and <laughs> oh God. make it about you Ryan. <laughs> but I mean that was cool and I, I'm sure like if I was a, like younger me would still find it kind of interesting because there is movement and dynamic I still would be like this is boring. I want to see Anderson Silva knee someone in the face. Or fly, yeah. or, f- or jumping yeah. front yeah, kick somebody. Yeah, you know. So what is, okay, so who, a, who's your favorite MMA fighter? Okay. Fedor, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a classic example, Fedor. Okay. Yeah. But what, what's your favorite fight then, I guess? Um, hmm. Oh, what the, uh, I'm blanking on names right now. On, what the hell was his name? Close to the mic. Close to the mic. Nick. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember what the guy's name is. Um, it looked like Fedor was going to lose in the beginning. Um, dude, like, suplexed him. It's Randleman. Randleman. It's the Randleman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Randleman. The Randleman. And he yeah. ended up with a fucking belly down arm bar of yeah, all yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, it, I think he got a Kimura. It was either, yeah, it was either belly down. No, it was belly down. Yeah, okay, it was I, belly down. I've seen that a million times. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was Randleman, yeah. And he, like, Randleman, like, suplexed him, and then he, he yeah. came back from it, and, like... I still, to this day, can't figure out how the... Okay, first off, if that was, if that was done on concrete, <laughs> bye-bye, Fedor. Yeah. Right, yeah, like, yeah. on a ring, he was able to, you know, break fall properly. I think he sort of break falled with... It, bro- broke fall? What's the, what's the proper past tense broke of fall? break fall? Why are you looking at me like I'm the grammar guy? <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm actually the grammar asshole. Um, broke his fall. Broke his fall yeah. with his arm, right? Like mm-hmm. leaning down. I'd have to go back and see it because I haven't seen it for a while. Really? I remember there's a music. There's like a highlight. A, it's an awesome. So highlight. many highlight. Videos. I know, yeah. but there's a really good highlight video of Fedor, and they they show that thing in slow motion, and, and he they they like. Are showing quotes of how he like grew he's up on adjusting the farm, his hips like mid air. Like, oh yeah, it's incredible. Like a cat, right? like, like whoop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I think, like I remember Henderson knocking out Bisping, and it was like, yeah, this is awesome. But but Bisping won that fight, though. Huh? Bisping won that fight. No, the the Hendo bomb, the first one, the H bomb, the one that got that got Did all. You just said. Henderson Who? beat Bisping with a massive... Oh, Hendo. I thought you said Anderson. No, no, Hendo. Oh, Hendo, yeah, yeah. Henderson. Oh, God. That's USC 100? Yeah, that was just... That was crazy. Um, but I think as a... Yeah, fuck that guy. Prior, gra- prior to grappling, it was Shogun Henderson. Shogun really? Dan Henderson. That five-round... So, like... I mean, because those guys just beat the crap out of each other. Yeah, they did. And they, and they showcased a lot of, like... And there's a lot of dynamic movement. I mean, I think that's what you... For, but have for you guys uninformed seen Frankie thing. Edgar, uh, Tyson Griffin? That was awesome. I that's remember seeing that. That's the best fucking fight on the face of the earth. Those guys were... I remember seeing those guys like, dude, these 155ers can move. They're just and, faster. And it's the perfect example of, like... The thing was... Transitioning is, between grappling, clinch, and strike. Did that have a finish, though? No. That's the thing. It's like, I think we, the, the thing was, it was like, God, we want to see a finish. We want to see a finish. Why do you want to see a finish? Because we're bloodthirsty animals that, that date Fucking back from savage time, Americans, man. Yeah. man. Again, now I appreciate. You appreciate it. Okay. Like, that, that's now, fair. like, I lost it for, who's the guy that won the last fight that trains with Danaher? He's a 145er, I think. The Jamaican. 
He looked really good. He he just blitzed this guy and ended up putting him in a body triangle and when was this? choking him out. Last at last UFC or not the last UFC, but the last good UFC card. He's like on deck like it's Peter Yan and Aldo and he's going to be the guy that Oh, really? We fight this the is winner. Tonight, which I need to watch. Or I just fucking Martman shamed me into into what? To uh, like subscribing for a whole year of ESPN Plus. Oh, really? Yeah, that's fucked. I, I signed up for it and then canceled it immediately. Did you really? Because I signed up for it thinking there'd be more. And then I looked, I was like, I'm not interested in the content that they're offering. The Bruce Lee thing. So you, I, I haven't heard you mention Bruce Lee one time. Bruce Lee? Bruce Lee isn't. Who's is Bruce he, Lee? Is he not <laughs> a. Yeah, oh, God. Um, well, so you're not a. So Ong Bok's your, your, like, introduction to martial arts. Yeah, yeah, more or less. Well, I mean, I mean, as a little kid, you know, I watched Ninja Turtles and everything. And okay. Like, and, like, uh, oh, what was that movie called? Three Ninjas? Oh, my that? God, that's <laughs> awesome. that movie? Yeah. Yes. Hey, wait, yeah. I remember the name. Who's in that? Was that uh, an animated movie or a regular movie? No, it was a, it was a it live was action. three brothers. Yeah, it was like 10-year-olds beating the shit out of grown men. It was oh, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> Their mom, who is supposedly half Japanese, who clearly is not half Japanese, <laughs> yes. has, like, quarter Asian children whose their grandfather happens to be like a ninja master yeah. and it was a terrible movie oh, but yeah. it's fucking awesome yeah as a little like, kid it's yeah. like great and then you go back and watch it you're, you're as like, it doesn't hold up you're well like this at is all. crazy there's like a six year old like beating the shit out of grown men it's like <laughs> so is that a major thing with martial arts right like is that what do we need to do as martial artists at this point as combat sport athletes what does it fucking take to kill that myth that like learning a martial art allows you to beat up a grown man at six years old. Yeah, that shit needs to fucking go away. Yeah, I right. Mean, like I think more people training. That's really what it comes down to. And I think I think more people do train now than ever because the popularity of you know is it MMA. like CrossFit? Like because P ninety X. Let's let's get real. Right, like P ninety X sort of like like bypassed all the bullshit of like magic pills mm-hmm. and glamorize the idea that hard work is ultimately what's going to make is, is what's going to pay off right is what's going to get you in shape and i think that sort of like segued itself to like the community-based aspect of crossfit right like is are things like jujitsu's and alive mma gyms like we have here how does that proliferate to get rid of this fucking nonsense of traditional martial arts and this sort of like fantasy of a six-year-old beating up an adult, <laughs> right? Like, what is it going to take for that shit to fucking go away? Uh, I think there are a couple things that are coming to play. One is like mythology. Like, I think, like from a from a mythology point of view, people like the idea of getting a power. Okay. And from a it's nicer to hear that you can get a power magically. Like Superman. Superman didn't do anything to earn those powers. Mm-hmm. He had to control them. But he didn't... That's why... Why do you think a lot of people like Batman? Because Batman put in the hard work. Like, he traveled... Yeah. The, like, the cool thing about Batman is the lost years. The years right, right. where he left and he spent all this time. And, and, I mean, one of the best stories from the animated series to me was when he met Zantana and he spent time with a magician. So it's like he did. He learned how to get out of luck because he trained with the magician. Like it, Zatara, it by the way, huh? Zatara. Well, in the in it was on the girl. Yeah. Zatanna is the girl. 
Zatara's the dad. Take it. Really? Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm pronouncing it. My, my bad. Sorry. I'm, so anyway. This, this, is my, this is my DC. <laughs> and, and this is your oof. This <laughs> is my, my, definitely my, my, my wheelhouse. So. so, but it helped me as a reader. I'm like, this helps me suspend my disbelief even more. Even though realistically, it's like, yeah, how much can you actually learn? Like, he would have to put in 10 years in all yeah. these things. In everything, right? He'd be, be 85 in, years old. I know. But I can at least be like, maybe this guy's like But maybe he met the, or Don, the John Danaher's of every single one of those yeah, systems, so, but right? But it, it makes it a little more plausible. Just right? a little more plausible. Where Superman is, it was just given upon him. Like, you know, he, he, he woke up, what he hit puberty, and he had powers or whenever... It depends on which. Uh, I know. Earth you're on. So, like, I don't want to. I don't want to get there. But it depends on which uh, which timeline we're operating off of here. What Earth we're on? Yeah. So, like you you mentioned Goku, right? Mm-hmm. Like, are you a are you a, an anime guy? Uh yeah, yeah, I grew up on anime. So okay, like yeah. all of DBZ. Uh yeah, I watched uh, everything up until like Super. I would say I don't even know what the fuck you're talking. Yeah, about, like so. I I watched a I watched a lot of DBZ, but then um. You know, I just grew what out of it. was the one where their final form was like a gorilla? Is there something? ever final form? Well, that's the thing. There was shit? one final super. F- yeah, I think I think he Goku at the end of it all basically becomes a god. He's like a <laughs> wait. Yeah. Hang on, blowing up planet wasn't a god before that. <laughs> then he becomes uh, a demigod. <laughs> like yeah. well, demigod become- is only half god, right? Like he would start off as a demigod. Okay, right? well, because Hercules. What, what, what's is a demigod. the hierarchy of god? I thought. <laughs> I thought demigod was above god. No, like, no demigod is, is like below. a is be- is like demigod. a half human. Then, yeah, like, what about like Hercules? The, what about demigod. Titan? Titan's yeah. above. Titans god. are the ones yeah. who are the grandfathers. At least we're talking about Greek mythology. They're like yeah, like I'm. Yeah, I, I actually just bought the book on uh, Amazon, uh, combat sports in the ancient world. So I'm kind of curious as to what sort of what pancreation I can integrate into my jujitsu. Yeah. But Dude, I guess yeah, I, I guess once I got like um, you know once I started thinking more abstractly when I started getting into like, you know, 13, 14 years old, I caught the gist of DBC. I was like, oh, they're just going to keep getting stronger. All right. Well, now and you're like, I'm out. Yeah. So I would still watch it for like the nostalgic purposes and like as stuff came out. But like, I don't know. It wasn't ever the same as like when I was a kid where Dude, I was like, this is awesome. like finding out Santa Claus is not real. It's like, I mean, I guess it is. Yeah, that, right? You know, did you, did you lump in, did you go interest into any other, uh, animes? Uh, yeah, I started watching a bunch of like, you know, then I, I watched, uh, I remember when I was like 15 or 16, I watched like Cowboy Bebop and I was like, I was like, this is great. This is like artistic and like, I don't know. I was like, it was something completely different than what I was used to. So did you guys ever watch Akira? Yes. Yeah. But I was too young for me to really get it. Like I watched Akira at like 20 something and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Is that, is that like the goal of Akira? Because like it's like Akira is viewed as sort of like the put anime on the map, right? Like yeah, but that like I don't know what the fuck shell. is going on. Yeah, and and what? And Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell. Okay, yeah. those are like the two like. But I dude, Akira like, is like, what the hell is happening? I just here? remember I was like, dude, there's blood, like there's violence, but I never got like I, again. I was young, so I didn't get it. Like young was like teens. I I think we could all watch it now and be like. What the fuck is happening here? Probably a lot of techie shit and like I don't know. But. And tech and maybe tech that doesn't like age well. Yeah, maybe that's <laughs> <laughs> where it looks like steampunk now. Like this sort of like the progression of tech of like I'm like this is this is what their idea of what science fiction was. But um, so 
did you ever end up for Halloween? What did you end up going as? I thought you said you were going to do like Fat Thor and oh. Sebastian Stan. What did you end up doing? Because um. <laughs> actually, I brought that up to you, right? Like we were recording and I was like, man, he looks, I, he looks like Fat Thor. Yeah. That's not fat. I think I... Like, did your girlfriend do Black Widow? I think I like I trained that day and then we didn't even go out. So, oh my god! <laughs> so it's just like wah, all this wah, work, wah. super anticlimactic. I'm sh- I know. Um, yeah, I, but I don't yet think, you kept the beard. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just I didn't. I don't know. All right, also, so Chris, I didn't know what to do for Halloween. I was all right, like, so Chris, th- th- this conversation you can't participate in because you have a crew cut. But he, Nick and I both have long hair. Yeah, you guys both started out with long hair. Not. Are you like? Are you on the fence? Like. Are you having doubts about it? Are you like, I want to cut this hair sometime? Yeah, there are times. Like when someone like steps around your head <laughs> and they catch it right here. Like, I feel like I'm going to go bald like right here. Right? Yeah. It's, it's not like the right back here? That makes yeah. sense. No, because if no, you're in psych and... People grab... It's, for some reason, this always gets caught. Like right on the front gets if caught. You see, like, if you see your your hair? like... If I actually like do like a nice point, there's still like a lot of short hairs because those are the ones that get pulled out. Yeah, so they're yeah. like growing back. So it's like I'm sprouting... Bangs, it's but yeah. what? Why are people grabbing that? Well, they're there's, not there's grabbing no it it's because that's what that's what can get stuck. Like, yeah. I know oh, if you're like diving deep on something. If, if I'm or if I'm face, so if I'm in turtle, there's a lot of times where my forehead's on the mat. Oh, yeah. And when your forehead's on the mat, if someone creates friction above that point, it yeah, starts freeing yeah. up, and then all you need is someone like someone's hand yeah, or form to be was, there. Was, was how my hair used to be. Yeah, it was short when I first came yeah, in. Yeah, and and your hair was Lego hair. Like well, yeah, no, but I used to crew cut it and then grow it to Lego hair and then crew cut okay. it. And that was my thing. My hair grows forward, so it's like it, it's. I always like the Italian. Like I was like, oh, I want my hair to go back. That's why I like the longer hair because I can have my hair go back. Because if my hair is like, so I'd have to actually mm-hmm. ask a stylist. Does hair? If you continue to tie your hair back and tie your hair back. If you were to just crew cut it today, would it grow that way? No, because no. the roots. No, I've cut it, and it's it remains that shape for a day or two, and then it it's it comes back to what it so was. So our roots are actually there's an orientation. To the really? Roots. Yeah. Interesting. That's yeah. why, like, you see these like I know some guys that their hair just goes back. Like most guys, it's product. Like if I were yeah. to have my hair go back, it's product. I don't want to put product in my hair. Hmm. I'm not a product guy. Yeah. Imagine me grappling. It's like. That, then it would really be Lego hair. This no, like, no, yeah. You I touch mean, like, it, it's like I, a solid piece. It's just everybody like, would. I mean, like I'm, I'm guilty of that, right? Like with I know, my you have gel spikes, and whatnot. man. I mean, not yeah. But yeah. now you don't do that anymore. I don't, you I save just, yourself ten, ten minutes, ten minutes a, day. a day, twenty minutes a day, technically, right? Like because I don't know why, why the fuck was I doing my hair at home. I know the, the the women out there are like you have no idea what we have to do to get ready every day. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> you know. But so, are you? Uh, is that staying? Like, it, yeah, because it must I be mean, frustrating. Right? It's gonna stay for a while. I mean, I figured I've grown it this long at this point, right? Where, so, where you at? Where you at? So, Middle back. I mean, it's getting. It's get, pretty fucking it's long. It's pretty dude. freaking long. It's getting down so past my shoulder. October like, Jesus Benicasa? Maybe white Jesus. White yeah. Jesus. <laughs> dude, we could do that. We could actually pair that up. We could go with two Jesuses. That'd be that'd be so awesome. Like how 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 funny would it be? Like imagine this. The two Jesuses. <laughs> like <laughs> Jujitsu Jesus. This is awesome. We could wear geese instead of having to get Dude, robes. You look like Casey Jones from Ninja Turtles right now. 
<laughs> you look like um actually you know who you look like right now is oh, do you geez. follow the bjj over 40 guy no or bj i forgot what, or over 40 bj i forgot what his name is no he's he's the guy who spent like 15 years as a brown belt over the cases no I, you look exactly like him with your hair down like that you just if you man bund it up it would be in i mean and i get do your train, but, on and uh, you would definitely be him yeah i think i'm gonna donate it though i think i'm gonna grow it to the point that, where that's exactly what i'm that's yeah. kind of what i'm are you doing. really yeah i mean what's the point of growing it out this long if if like and just like cut it and throw it away. It's like yeah. you can donate it. Just yeah. so like that's used for wigs, correct? Yeah, yeah, and, and there there are a number of them. Usually it's for pediatric cancer patients. Okay, and it's a great cause. And what's crazy is like, even though like we have big heads of hair, this isn't enough for one wig. Like they need like it's not enough. They need for like one ten wig? of these. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. Damn. And the other one is they don't want it with gray hair. So it's like, well, I still have dark hair. Well, fuck don't you guys then. <laughs> so, hey, Dude, look at you. You're, you're darker than ever. Dude, have you? Okay, so like at one point in my life, anytime I had Wait, a gray do you hair, dye your I hair? had Stacy pick, pick a gray hair out, right? And it got to the point where, because I just have that many more hairs, but like probably 10% of my hair is gray. What? Yeah. What? I don't... What? I'm looking at your head right now, and it's pure no, black. No, because there's just so much black, right? But if you were to get close, like Nick is, look inside my head, man. Oh, yeah. Like I've got no, Mr. Fantastic going, man. Like oh, yeah, I can see him. There's yeah, a couple I've got the Hal, yeah. the Hal Jordan, oh. Mr. Fantastic wiseness happening here. You know, was he distinguished? So I'm gonna that 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 might be another reason why I just stick with the the anti Jesus look. I think going long also hides it, though. Like I have hair, or man. going short hides it. Maybe it's the middle ground yeah, that the like that shows like, the age. Yeah. So We're so vain. I know. <laughs> but you're donating it, so that's good. That's, that's the goal. Yeah, that's, that's the excellent. Goal. Yeah, that's yeah, same. That's the goal. So, so you guys, like, do you do you, either of you guys take extra care of your hair because of that? No, probably people hate me. Like people ask me how often I I if I told people how infrequently I wash my hair, they'd probably never. Well, that's probably me. better for your hair, though, right? It is. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, yeah. like, it makes no sense. There reaches a point. The problem is the water in Orlando is really... It's uh, pool water. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, just so say that it's pool water. <laughs> yeah. It's so much chlorine that it... That I mean, makes it worse. smell it. Yeah, so at the water. end of the... Like, there reaches a point where it's like, if I go... If I take a brush and it's... Like, my hair is pretty straight, so it's like, I should be able to brush my hair pretty... Without pulling out gobs of hair. Mm-hmm. Unlike my roommate who's got curly hair. Like, she's Cuban, so she's got so, this curly hair and she hates me. Most most women hate they, most women yeah, hate you yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. Like fuck yeah. you and your white girl hair, bro. Like, yeah, it's so pretty and thick, and you can <laughs> yeah. just like you can put a comb and brush it. Like yeah. you know how much chemical and product <laughs> my girlfriend so off gets the rails right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but this is I mean th- literally like any yeah. Like, so do you guys, so, so why haven't you guys like you're sitting there bitching about like this bullshit of like oh my little hairs are getting pulled out? Just fucking if you're gonna go all in with long hair, y'all need to do that like. Ronda Rousey, whatever the hell that is, style what, of hair it? where your your hair is not gonna, what, nothing's gonna it? happen. Yeah, like do it. it. Yeah, or I cornrows. Mean, if I were, yeah, if I were to grapple, like I'm thinking about it. if I grapple in a tournament, I might get I might get it braided. Right, yeah. like you you should right, like out of yeah, just like for sure. Because I mean, you're at a disadvantage a little bit, right? Like, because like the potential for pain of getting your hair snagged or whatever. Not only that, somebody can if if you get if you get it, your if somebody gets their thumb in your collar and they get a handful of hair, they can control your head. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah, because that's it just yeah. sucks. Right? I don't ref like, won't notice that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I. So as like a training to think partner, that people though, aren't doing that. But yeah, are you annoyed but, when yeah. somebody grabs your hair by accident? No, and doesn't I'm apologize? more annoyed. No, I'm more annoyed the opposite. Really? Yeah. I'm annoyed that people like. I think in a way, at, on the trading mat, people are too mindful of my hair. 
I'm yeah. I'm extremely mindful of hair. And, and I'm like, and people are like, sorry, I didn't want to get your hair. I was like, dude, that's my problem. Like, I made the personal choice to grow exactly. my hair out. Exactly. So I, it's like, my if, problem. If you, if I'll you, deal with if, it. If you reach a collar and you end up pulling out a thing of hair, that's not your fault. I made the choice to grow my hair and do grappling, which is a bad combination. Yep. So yeah. I'm like, if you if if you put a bald spot in the side of my head, because you got, <laughs> that's like, your that, problem. That's 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 on me. That's yeah. on me because and I told every time I answer the same dude. That's that's my problem, not your problem. I'm not sure most people are willing to accept that level. No, of and I don't think and I don't think people, I, I don't think the people I grapple with will, will fully, like, ignore the fact that I have hair and try to go around it. Because obviously, like, when my hair is up, it shouldn't be in the way. But after 30 seconds of grappling, it's going to be covering my neck. It's going to be cover like it's going to be covering air. So when people are going for collars and stuff. Like I can see it where it's getting in the way, so I almost wonder. It's like if I shave my if, if I shave my head, would I suddenly have a harder time grappling? Because now people are gonna like immediately go for my head and not like. I think I'm gonna say no because not like for example, like I you just mentioned, I I make a conscious effort. Like you'll probably hear me apologize to you more than anything when I'm grappling, where I make conscious effort not to. Like just like women, I I won't put my fist in your chest, right? Like. Are we gonna go back to episode three? It's the we gotta get a full circle, punching. Right? <laughs> like I and just like I won't hair grab, so I'm not going. I'll attack other well, things. Well, no one's to see gonna hair grab, but I'm just saying it's like when you're grabbing a collar and someone has long hair, there's a chance you might grab hair. Too. That's what I'm saying. Like, so I don't even grab collars. At that well, point. that's like, my point. Like, that's so, the, I'm so actually trying to avoid If I cut my hair now, that. it's suddenly gonna be like yeah, like you're gonna be attacking shit more. Then, you know? then here's my thing: is like then, in order to maintain being a good training partner, I'm not injuring my my partners like i'll just work something else mm-hmm. right like shouldn't we all just be that mindful locks on me What's i don't that? have hairy feet so you just attack my attack my legs <laughs> rico Rico's a little leg leg guy huh no are you are you sure oh no he was grabbing ankle locks oh he's grabbing all kinds of ankle yeah, locks yeah. today oh really oh yeah. yeah yeah he was grabbing like uh he, he grabbed a belly down ankle lock on me twice did he, he yeah he hit you with that i guess i didn't see that yeah no, we, we rolled after class. Okay. Yeah. He hit, uh, I think he hit uh, Ryan Wilkerson with that. So Ryan Wilkerson was all attack about, all about attacking my feet today. He's like, Chris, I ain't going to give the, you the no dominoes. butterflies. I can just like, the, it's like a, a training session affected by dominoes. It's like when domino happens, like, and just like, so wait a minute. How, how was your experience watching class? Because I told you I had to sub in and teach Nogi. Yeah, on, on Thursday. And I it? watched people beat the fuck out of each other it's it's so i've learned to just make a joke out of it right because i can only do my speech so many times i can only do people are gonna do what they're gonna do right like i accept the fact that people don't train with purpose and don't train with intention and just want to fucking pohada all the time so this is a great question we talk about this all the time (laughs) nick how do you gauge your intensity when you when you roll um, I usually how do you not gauge it? How do you set your intensity? I usually it's um, I try to uh, I try to mirror the other person's energy most of the time. Um, I mean, if I'm rolling with somebody brand new, I'll just uh, I try to especially if I'm rolling with somebody brand new, I am going to be as calm as possible. That's like if somebody's You're a white setting belt, a good example, right? Yeah, I'm like, going to try to be good. as calm as possible and like just let them like. You know, let them, especially if they're going to spaz out, let them spaz out. Let them put themselves in a bad position. 
and then be like, hey, this is why you don't do this, and then you mm-hmm. know slowly lock up a choke or the mm-hmm. lock or something. Usually but triangle, I feel like triangles happen a lot. They ah! yeah, and then they just fall into a triangle. Yeah, they fall into a triangle, <laughs> and then you just slowly cinch it up. Yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. All right, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely. Um, I guess it's definitely based on the uh, the the other person's uh, intensity. I mean, if I know the person too, like like when Chihuahua was here, like I knew if I'm, go- <laughs> if I'm going with Chihuahua, put his like, face in the mat. Yeah, if I'm going with Chihuahua, it's time to go hard because he's gonna go hard. So like I, I knew yeah. I knew it was like time to you know turn it up. Do you when you approach like, I think I try to be a little bit more explicit with like my instructions for each portion of class. Not everybody else does that. Mm-hmm. Do you approach each portion of class as it breaks down to like the sort of like twenty five percent of each class is like the you know generally like the first part's like warm up, the second part's like a technique, third part's sort of like some sort of drilling or the cases and the fourth part's like rolling. Do you approach each portion of class like with intention of like I specifically want to work today or like what I've observed just with most people, they're just like, Fuck this, I just wanna roll, right? Like or what you know I I like rolling. Rolling's fun. But of course. I think it's. Uh, I think drilling is just really important. And if you don't go through and try to look at the details and try to correct yourself, and then you're doing yourself a disservice. But what is your ideal breakdown of class then? Like for, like if you want to, because you're at a blue belt right now. Like you guys are all like sort of like except for Carl, you're a purple belt. Like you guys are like advanced level blue belts. You're you're really starting to like kind of figure out where your strengths are where your weaknesses are while also being exposed to like a ton of different like strategies, techniques and, and whatnot systems and series, whatever the hell we want to use the mm-hmm. lingo. How do you approach each class? Um, I show up to learn. That's, that's the, I guess that's my main focus coming in. It's like, I want to have, uh, I try to I try to at least get something out of every class. Even if we're going over a technique that I'm I'm familiar with, mm-hmm. I try to see what what I missed the last time I went over it, okay. and just like I'm just I just want to improve. That's really like that's that's my main intention coming in. It's just I so just want to improve my jiu-jitsu. when you're when you're rolling in those last twenty five to thirty minutes with people, mm-hmm. and it's just free sparring. Do you have anything in your mind that you're trying to work to? Like, are you saying like, hey, I want to try to do the technique we did today or hey i've been working on this guard so i want to try and play this guard as much yeah, as i can are you just are you just, are oh, you yeah. just like, going and seeing what happens i'm just going and seeing what like, happens like living in the moment yeah. yeah i'm really just living in the moment seeing like seeing what they're going to do seeing how i'll react to it trying you know trying new things if i'm trying to you know mm-hmm. accomplish something trying new guard passes or whatever but uh I mean, a lot of the time i'm just living in the moment just doing okay. what we're doing you know i think that i think at the end of the day i I think it's pretty a pretty big correlator between someone's development or a big factor in someone's development is just the number of times they're showing up. It's like you went from training three to four days a week to five to six days a week. And I think along with that, your game went up accordingly. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, just just show up. And it doesn't matter if you have like this like this sort of if like you have this algorithmic like goal, I'm going to yeah. practice A, B, and C, or I'm just going to go out and just just do what my body does. You know, that's interesting because I'm I'm definitely the opposite end of that. Like right. I'm when I when I like I'm definitely trying. Like I want to do this or I want to do that. 
dude, don't make another mouth. Don't don't do that mouth. Like, oh that, yeah, that that's mouth. A little no. inappropriate. Yeah, that. There you go. They do the classic. We're, we're shooting a selfie right now, just so. <laughs> I have to. People have are wondering something. like, what's going on? Yeah, that's a, that, that is a little bit strange. Yeah, and that we'll just leave it at that. We'll leave it that. Right. Go, go, that go, already go, deleted. Go, yeah, good. Go, go to your trash. classic. Go to your classic face. Just wide mouth. So, um. Nick, what um, when it comes to jujitsu? Now that you've been training close to three years now. You, you passed the point, man. You're in. You're like two and a half. Don't be quitting on me. Otherwise, I will shame the fuck out of you. More oh, no. than two and a half, I'd... but less than three years. Like, what Like what, Like, what? are you seeing now? Like, compare, compare what you see now or feel to what you felt, you know, in the first six months. Because I have a hard time, like, remembering how I was as a white belt already yeah no i do too um i guess the the biggest thing that i see now that i like um i uh the, the ego is out of the game it feels like oh okay that's yeah interesting that's thing very to say. yeah that's a very it's, interesting thing to it's say. like yeah it's like i coming in i was so like you know you know those first three months where you're just getting destroyed and there's nothing you can do about it. And you're trying to win. <laughs> and you're trying to win. And now I'm not coming in here. I'm not trying to win anymore. I'm just trying to get better now. And like I always heard people. How do you say define that? better though? Like what do you you know? That's a very that's a super abstract term. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess again, calm um, and just better technique. That's more is uh, more what I'm after. I uh, yeah. I just I don't. I don't feel such a need to, to win anymore. I, it's more of like, I just want to come in and train. I'm just enjoying being here and just enjoying the process. What's, you know? a, what's a good day for you? Like when you get off the mat, you're like, man, that was a good, that was a good training. Like what things, what thing or things happened for you to come off the mat and be like, man, that was a, that was a good session. Uh, Learning a technique that I don't know okay. is always a good one. So new, new um, information, new knowledge. Also, in terms of rolling, um, just dynamic rolls, ending up in a lot of different situations. Okay. You know, if I'm just like if if I'm just like playing top, trying to trying to pass guard all day, I'm kind of like eh, whatever. But you know, if I pass guard and then somebody recovers and then they sweep me and then I come back up and then you know, I, ooh, that's I, interesting. I take down. Like I, I want to have to. Do, I want to have to. I feel bad then because when we roll, I just feel like so. Let me ask. He's playing no, guard, and I'm I trying to pass. It. I'm like, God dang. <laughs> so do you? In that case, I mean, like, we we never really. I'm pretty big on just like let everybody roll who the hell they want. I don't really pick people for mm. other people. Are there certain people you want to roll with because that's going to help you achieve your goal of like having a good dynamic roll that day versus some people that you avoid? Do you does have We're you, not saying naming names. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying <laughs> yeah, archetypes. Like, are yeah, you yeah, like? Yeah, I mean, there there is certain people where like if I roll with them, I know it's going to be like it's going to be dynamic, and we're going to sure. have like an interesting role. Okay. So yeah, like uh, like uh, like Nick, like like oh yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. yeah, like it's always going to be interesting, especially because no one is that flexible. So it's like, yeah, like so it's always really interesting. There are times when him. I just look at that guy, I'm like, man, like. Just tap right now, like because I'm <laughs> yeah, like you're you're go, you're like, risking nope. beyond the limit of injury, you know. But like I wonder if that. So that's an interesting thing is like you're fairly flexible too. Do you ever find yourself in a position where you're? Because there have been times I've rolled with you. I'm like, are you, are you all right? And you're like, yeah, I'm good. But yeah, but Nick, like not is, is beyond. Concept, yeah, Nick, like, like his knee flexibility. Like I will turn his knee outward and yeah, like, it's crazy and pull his. 
like I, just orientations that shouldn't work. Yeah. Like imagine, like imagine putting someone in lockdown, and when it, you start twisting their leg outward, he can go with it a lot more than I could ever. Oh, think it's to like go with it's it. insane. Like and, and I'm looking, I'm like, what? Are you okay? Yeah. Like I <laughs> like yeah. I'll stop. I'm like, you okay? Like, yeah, dude, I'm good. I'm like, I've seen. How his, are you like, okay right now? You know, like here, and he's like, somebody's trying to like lock, like just. Like single leg him or something, right? And his heels pointing his his point his, his heels pointing that direction. Sure. I'm like, <laughs> the human body doesn't operate like that. <laughs> but yeah. I think he can open his hips. Like I think it comes yeah, from the which, hips more than anything. I, I think we say it looks like the knee, but I think it's his hip rotation. He's able to. I mean, it's a ball and joint, man. Yeah, I mean, can, it's, I guess he can just open it. But more ligaments than, are extra long, then, right? Like that's that's ugh. So as of right now, you said you don't do any additional weight training or whatever. No, I mean I'd like to, but I, I just haven't found. You just you, how your much time do you weigh right now? Here? Uh, um, one eighty four when okay. I uh, after training today. So Dude, when this you guy could here. put on ten pounds of solid muscle and just we could get him with what Mike. If he did weight lift. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> what if Marcelo? Would he have gotten tapped out by Popovich? Or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've cl- I cleaned up my diet a lot in the past uh, like month or so, and like because I was like you know post quarantine I was like one ninety five something well, like that. You said so. that that over quarantine you were cooking a lot. Yes. Yeah. Shouldn't. Yeah. But that was not clean food, is what you're. No, saying. I was just making anything. You're I was like just pasta, cook- cheese, and bacon. No, 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 no. Like, I was like I was making like you know I I was like you know trying to make like. Souffles and steaks. <laughs> like, and oh, so a lot of butter. I was like, cooking. I was watching a lot of Gordon Ramsay and like doing that. Like, just his scrambled eggs look terrible, by the way. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. Like, just keep stirring. His, and, what the, the the one recipe? Oh, I like the like French style it, where you like just make them kind of runny. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, what was it? The the honey chicken or the sticky chicken? There's one where he does like know. a honey glaze, like chicken thighs and chicken. I dude, I want to make his. I want to make his beef Wellington. That looks so good. <laughs> that's so elaborate, though. That's, yeah, like, that's, that's a lot of steps to achieve like that that's one slice. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, that's like that's like that's I don't know. It's kind of what I I think is so interesting about it. Is it is? It's like you put a ton of work in and you get so this, much like, work. Yeah. And, like, and, but like what you get out of it is like really really good. So it know. is. So uh, do you have any favorite grapplers? Like because you said you follow like you'll sit and watch YouTube or the cases. Like what do you outside of the gym? Like yeah, that's because I, I asked who I asked you this, Chris. Yeah. Like. Do you have, I wouldn't, you don't even have to, I use the word like influences. That might be too strong of a word, but like other sources of information could be people. It could be websites, could be instructionals that you'll, that you go to consistently or you, you like that person's approach or that resources approach. In addition to what you get here, obviously you've been training here for a while. You like what Paul's giving you at least like, what are some of the other like resources and influences out there? Resources. Um, it's, I don't know. It's, it's pretty random. Um, I watch a lot of, uh, I'm, I also am fascinated by takedowns. So I watch a lot of judo videos. Oh yeah. I like, I think, I think judo is really cool and just Chris approves. Yeah. I think, I think judo is really, really interesting and just how effortless they make it look. And it's not, it's no, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, that's until you look at their fingers and realize there's thousands of reps of arthritis. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So I think I, I, I watch a lot of like judo instructionals and stuff like that. And, uh, I watch, um, when it comes to like just purely jujitsu stuff, I'll watch. Uh, I, I I watch Tenth Planet a lot because I think the 
the stuff that Eddie Bravo does is fascinating. That guy mm-hmm. just has crazy leg dexterity. Like that just doesn't make sense to me how he can like just. I know Nick crap, needs like, to do that. Like, yeah, he he should. Like it's. Oh yeah, he can do a rubber guard. He would like, be. Nick, yeah, he'd rubber. have a nasty rubber guard if he worked it. Like, yeah. he, I mean, you could do a good rubber guard if you if we trained it right. Like, yeah, and that's sure. the thing. I is, would need more this way, but like, but that's what Nick can do. Yeah, that's the thing. He like, can like, he, yeah, he can take his heel and put it behind his yeah. head. It's crazy. Yeah. So what? What's weird is when we grapple, you. I feel like you play, like very much like a spider guard, like yeah, something yeah. that's not. Oh, that's all I got. That's not I got planet. I got all that from Paul. That's all. That's from, the thing. It's yeah, like that's ten, all from like Paul. I don't. Well, they don't t- do geese. So you can't do spider. I know. Really. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. Like I don't. I've never really. Maybe I haven't. But it's like I haven't seen you try twister side or. What are some other. Like anything with like the truck. I mean, I've seen lots of Yeah, I try, to, I try to get to the truck. I just fail miserably oh. every time I try. I mean, <laughs> I'm just not good at getting to it. What are, what are some of the other quintessential mission ten- control? Right, like that's off of, that's off of rubber guard. Okay, and then stoner this and that, and then there's I like the so, names, there's like dude. the hook. Like, there's like some hook thing. What's well, funny is like you just change one position, like now you're in the the pirate's hook or something. You know? Yeah, exactly. And I'm I mean, like, it's like, but at least you know specifically what it is. So but that's the thing. That's good language. Speaking and that's of good speaking of information. So, Dan. So, Danaher calls the. He calls the lockdown something else. Oh yeah, he calls it the scorpion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm talking about uh, the. A more generic like headquarters. Anytime you're squatting, the split squat, split squat, yeah, yeah. split squat, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's Which, I mean, that's that's direct clean language. If I were, to it's a little to you, broader though because you could be in headquarters, you could be in half guard. Like you, the guy could have his. It's a his, quarter guard, sort of too, right? It could like be a, quarter guard. Yeah. Like it, it, it says nothing about the opponent's feet being connected or not. Like they could not be connected, and you're basically in headquarters. They could be connected in half guard. Or they could be connected in quarter guard, you know. But, but it's clean language. But yeah, it's 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 clean language. So is it a okay? So for the perpetuation of jujitsu, should we not? I mean, we as a community agree upon language. Nick, you're the guest. Go for it. Right. What do you think? You're because also a like programmer. How much easier so he's like, it, I'm all about syntax, wouldn't motherfucker. It, would, yeah, it, yeah. would it make conveying information easier? I mean, I'll, I mean, it's yeah, a loaded question, right? Programmers like, seem to agree on that. That, like, yeah, if you make things universal, they're easier to understand. I mean, and then there's like huge debates when they make revisions to a language. Like that's like massive debate. Like, yeah. if you look at like JavaScript, well, people are like, what? But if you look at JavaScript, which is a, a programming language and how it's evolved, it's like what ends up happening is it, it's very, it's very democratic. You, Chris would actually, I, I know ahead of time, Chris would love this. All the programmers make, basically uh, make uh, proposals about things to add to the language because they're programming and they're like, we've, we've reached a, a situation that it's awkward to do with what we currently have. Can we so add... how do we do that with jiu-jitsu though? That, that would be basically adding another name for a position. That would be the quick. That would be the most... The easiest kind of... Um, synonym between the two things would be like oh we talk about split squat but it could be split squat from an open guard or a grilled chicken guard <laughs> you know what grilled chicken yeah, is, yeah, right? yeah. yeah you could that or from half guard or from quarter guard 
So do we need to have different names for those things potentially? But then like, when you start worrying about minutia, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you worry about minutia though, then like that's then that's you start part of the codifying bingo. things. Right? What? That's part of the bingo. Oh, the when minutia. Chris says minutia, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do I say minutia a lot? Yeah, I you, guess you do. You yeah. do. I've been listening. You do. <laughs> like, do we wor- if we worry too much about minutia, then doesn't that? I think when you worry about that, it it forces the student to worry so much about that minor thing that it closes off the creative aspect of them being able to look at things on a broader concept. Well, first of all, just because someone makes a proposal doesn't mean that the people accept it. Like they, they look at it as certain criteria like that, you know, imagine we didn't have the word headquarters or split squat. And then we said, Hey man, why don't we just call this split squat or call this headquarters position? Maybe at that point we'd be like, Hey, that's a more reasonable thing. So let's call it that. You so know? then we have to look at it from a tactical standpoint too, right? Like, I think one of the strengths of 10th Planet is that they have these fucking wonky names <laughs> that nobody knows. Love it. It's not descriptive as to what it is. So when you say it strategically to your, your athlete from the corner, the other person has no idea what to defend of against. Right? Unless so they're a 10th Planet person. Unless, right, right. So, sure. like, so that also... There's a strategic aspect to it in that sense, too. But that's another thing that people debate with these proposals is, is what the person's proposing consistent with the language? So it's like, you know, if you're in 10th Planet, you don't have to worry about consistency. You have to have a wacky name that a stoner would come up with. No offense. I say that. I say that with love. No, no, yeah, I think yeah, the yeah, names exactly. are cool. I mean, like, you're, you're you really know. describing it just a, you know, you so know, it's, a, you know, so it's like, if I just said, yeah, this is going to be the split squat. People in the 10th planet system would be like, that, t- you know, so split that's squat, thing, no. Right? Like, so in studying personal training for a little bit that I did, like there's something to using concise language when you're instructing people. Sure. Right? And like that's why, for example, in the personal training world, you should always try to use positive language, not negative language, right? Instead of like... What if we use negative language for bad positions? Maybe that would encourage students not to be in them. But no, like I mean, this is in terms of like shit <laughs> under Tyler and Mount. No, like for example, like, I'm trying to give you a clear instruction of like instead of let's say we're doing like a bicep curl instead of like don't move so fast. I should say go slower. Right, like clear, concise language mm-hmm. where the person doesn't have that extra step to process in their head. Right, where I think, and that's where something like Danaher's you know, achieve split squat or whatever the case is, right? Like, I don't know how, I, I don't listen to him while he's coaching Gordon or whoever it is, but like versus is the person drilling enough something like some goofy ass name to try to remember that versus like using clear language, just they, you say it and they do it, right? Like, like why should you have to achieve it or to process an extra step to achieve something that could be used with more clear language. Obviously, it's for the purpose of trade secrets and whatnot and I mean, strategy. I favor the Danaher naming scheme, but I love Twister Side Control as a name. I think that's a great name for it. But that's also less... That that doesn't sound like Mission Control. It doesn't sound like some of these other more exotic names that are out there. But maybe how do you define... I mean, Rubber Guard is a more generic name. Yeah. You know? But even still, I guess rubber, I, you know. But it, it's all—it's already built off that because now. Right Keenan to me, it's just—it's it. a high guard, right? Like, it's yeah. a high close guard. Yeah. So 
it, I mean, that's kind of, I don't know. Actually, on that, on that subject, Nick, last week we were talking about instructionals or um, things that were kind of like, like techniques or concepts that were like game-changing for us as grapplers. Have you had a moment like that or moments like that where you learned something, whether it's from Paul or from someone else, where you're like, holy shit, that's kind of changed things for me? Or has it just been kind of a gradual, like, yep, just keep add a piece here, add a piece there? I mean, I've definitely had moments where things clicked, where okay. it was like, where like I hit like a sweep or something, or like, you know, I remember like the first time I hit like a, uh, like a bump sweep, which is like, that's a sweep I go for a lot. Because mm-hmm. like, I'll just, yeah, it's just some, somewhere I find myself where it's, it's, uh, it's almost easy to set up too. Cause you can kind of just like focus over here and just get them to, you know, get them to come over here to the left and then you just hit to the right and you yeah. know, just come up real quick. And, um, I've definitely had moments where things like click where I'm like, Oh, that's why you do it this way or whatnot. Um, nothing I can name off the top of my head, mm-hmm. but like I've definitely had like, you know, Eureka moments in rolling mm-hmm. and that's always the Eureka moment too is when you're rolling. It's, it's, I, it's uh, fully I've, resisting opponent. Yeah, exactly. That's the that's the time when it's really clicked. I've never had it click when I'm just on the mat, like you know, learning a new technique that I don't know. Yeah, yeah I can say that one thing that was never told to me, but was an important realization for me, is the difference between how a technique feels when you execute it in drilling versus how it's going to feel live. Yeah, like for the longest time, I don't know how long it was, but definitely as a white belt. There was a period until I had that realization where I was I was trying to get the same feeling, yeah, rolling live as I did drilling, and then I realized actually when you do it live, it's going to be a lot messier. Yeah, and that was me until like a year ago. And yeah, it's like, like this is yeah. the idealized version of what you're doing, but it's not a realistic look of what you're doing. Yeah, and it also makes you it makes you focus more on the grips and the and the periods of con- you know the the ways to control people. But yeah, that. That was kind of a big one was just like, no, my expectation should not be it should feel like it does in drilling. The expectation should be like, I'm going to be awkward. Like, it's going to be yeah. awkward. It's going to be squirming. It's going to be a lot of that. But I will get there. Yeah. You know. Another thing I, I kind of realized is like when you're drilling stuff and you're going over the details, that like that's why you're doing it is you're learning those details. Sure. That's like, that's the, the like thing. Like overly I really, exaggerate. Yeah, like right? overly like, exaggerate those things so that when you do it live, you already have the muscle memory there of mm-hmm. like, I need to do, you know, I need to lift this collar up. I need to pull my hand across. Like just those little, those little things. And um, kind of, I guess, kind of learning to make that separation between like, you're exaggerating this on purpose and like how it's actually going to go down in real life. Who is your ideal training partner in terms of when you first learn a technique to when we're kind of drilling it and when we're going live what would you want your partner to do to um, help you learn that technique the best um offer up a little bit little resistance you know don't just don't just lay you know don't just be like ah yeah i'm like you know the wet if, noodle if, yeah yeah, yeah. Wet I, noodle. If, if that's what i want i get a dummy and put a gi on it like you know Ooh. so <laughs> but I guess offer up a little resistance, you know, like think about, uh, think about what you would do if someone was doing this to you and mm-hmm. then act accordingly, you know, maybe not like maximum resistance, but like, which is, 
equally as frustrating. Yeah, yeah. When someone's sitting there and you're like trying to practice the technique and you're like, all right, we're not rolling. Like, chill. This is the first time you're <laughs> doing the move. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, look, I defended. I'm like, this is the first time I'm doing <laughs> yeah, like, the move. And you know what I'm doing. <laughs> and you right? know exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. I'm going slow. I'm unsure of myself. I'm, you know, <laughs> It's an annoying thing, isn't it? Like, it's like, see, I would just do this. It's like, yeah, you're doing, like, you could do a lot of things to me right now because I'm going super slow. I'm super methodical. And you know exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, it's very, that's always an annoying yeah. thing. So, I, yeah, that's the other one is setups. Like, when Paul would just say, well, you need to work your setups. And I didn't know what that meant as a white belt. And now I'm understanding what yeah. setup. And I don't think setup is actually the best word, but that's the jujitsu word for Is it a better it. way, is a, a better language to say, these are the situations you will encounter often that would allow you to do this? I think the, I actually, I do prefer the idea of a dilemma versus setups. But I mean, I do, I, I do get set up. Like, I mean, it, it, it does work. But it's more than, to me, a setup is a subset of what you're actually doing to increase the likelihood that your move succeeds. Because right, 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 yeah. that's really what the goal is, right? What can I do to allow me to, what, what do I do prior to the execution of said move to, so that my move succeeds? Hmm. Right? So I think disguise is part of it. I think Kazushi is part of it. And I guess it de- it, de- it depends on how, you, how broadly game. you define the word setup because yeah. people could say, well, those are all that's a type of setup being, you know, subterfuge, like not grabbing the grip, the key grip right away and telegraphing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's you know what I mean? Like, but that's all that's strategy at that point. That's not even sure. technique. Right. So like, OK, so now that you've how long have you actually trained Muay Thai um, in total? Because I did a little bit last year, too. Um I guess I eight months, like, like a, like a, yeah, like I, I guess in total, uh, consistently, consistently now, like I'm like maybe a couple of weeks in a month, and then like uh, before that, I was like you know, a couple months there. Do you? But it wasn't consistent; it was spread out. So. Do you? Obviously, do more jujitsu. A because we just offer more jujitsu classes, yeah. the striking classes. Do you enjoy one or the other? And do you feel that there are? teaching and training methods that are used in Muay Thai that could be better lent to Jiu-Jitsu and vice versa because mm-hmm. like I feel as though like there there's a huge difference in the way Muay Thai is taught versus the way Jiu-Jitsu is taught yeah and do you think that one could help the other if integrated more like you know like there's a huge separation of like striking and grappling right now yeah but like is there somewhere some crossover that could be better utilized um Honestly, I don't feel like I've trained Muay Thai enough to even speak on it. Like, I, I really okay. don't. Like, I, I, I feel like, you know, I feel like that's a white an, belt. That's mm-hmm. an intelligent man right there. Yeah. He's, he's confident <laughs> enough to say, I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know enough about Muay Thai and about the way it's trained to, to even speak on it, really. Okay. I, I, I like it. I'm, I'm having a good time. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I definitely enjoy jujitsu more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Um, I don't know. Did you do Muay Thai at all when you were with Dennis? Or were you uh, no, only doing no, grappling? No, I wasn't, I wasn't doing any, any Muay Thai over there. I was just doing, doing gi over there. That was the only time. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I definitely... Um, I feel like... Uh, jiu nicer, I guess. It's like... It's a way of putting it. Depends on who you roll with. It depends on who you roll with, yeah. <laughs> but like... Um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people... 
uh i think i feel like more people go into jujitsu being like being like you know i want to appreciate this as an art form and a lot of people go into muay thai that are like i want to kick somebody's ass like yeah that's fair yeah i, know, I feel yeah. like more people go into striking of like it's I'm, like I'm, something I'm, visceral like, not somebody like, out like punch, you know they're like clench my fist and punch somebody yeah yeah real, like visceral about that right like, yeah yeah exactly i think um I mean, that's not, of course, that's not a blanket statement to go no, no. for everybody. There's people that walk in that have like, you know, there's one guy over there that was training. He's like a Taekwondo background and you can tell he's like a, you know, he's a seasoned striker and he, he kind of like playing. Yeah. He, yeah. Have exactly. you trained at other gyms aside from ours since, since going kind of committing full time? Uh, no, I've actually yet to do that. Really? Um, yeah, I have a, uh, I have a friend from high school that I, uh, I want to go over and see him cause I grew up over uh, near Melbourne and he's been training at a place over there called five rounds and he found it like last year and he's like, you know, he's like a four stripe white belt at this point. And he like, he dove in super hard and was like one of the last people I expected to, to get out, you know, to get super into it. So. Shout, shout out to John Cole. He, uh, no, no, I just, I just yeah. you gotta go over there, defend the house. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So like, I want to go, I want to go see him too, because like we were, you know, we were friends, we hung out a lot back then. And, uh, you know, I just like, I saw him like get all over social media and he's like, yeah, I lost 30 pounds and like, I love this and I'm doing it all the time. They're a Carlson Gracie gym. Oh, there you go. Oh, so we're all of the same family here. All right. Okay. So have, have you like encountered that now, like in your social life where you'll, like be at a social setting and someone else does jujitsu and you're like, Ooh, I'm going to talk to that guy. Yeah. Like, has that ever happened? Have you come across? Yeah. Yeah. I've had a, a, I've had a couple where like, yeah, as soon as like you talk to somebody and like, like, uh, there's a guy I work with who like, uh, he trains at, um, I think he had Gracie Ba. Okay. Um, yeah. Gracie bar. Bar. I don't know how to say it. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, there's a guy I work with where somebody was like, there. Somebody was talking about, it and they were like, "Well, yeah, well, Tim likes to fight." And I was like, "You like to fight? What do you go out to bars?" And he's like, "No, I train over at Grace." I was like, "Oh, cool, I train an American Top Team," and like we like got to talking to it, and like, yeah, I love how that's. The, you should be like my lineage. <laughs> yeah. No, I love how that's the, that's like the, non-informed person will say, "Oh, that person fights." It's yeah, like yeah. The, like, <laughs> they don't know what it is. They're what like, my mom thinks I do, what my friends think I do, what my coworkers think I do. What I really do. Yeah, what I actually do. Like that's that, right? Like and everybody who is not initiated in it seems to think that we just do yeah. we, U- we do UFC. We do right? UFC. Like, yeah. That's <laughs> it's like eh, not exactly. Or people like uh people here at jujitsu and they like they put up their like karate chop hands and or, like, or they think it's karate yeah, yeah. and you're yeah. like and you're like yeah, no. yeah 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 and you just you shake your head yeah yeah you just you just kind of yeah you're just a little disappointed and you walk away so uh, oh i know you doing. talked about guys you know in, in muay thai that kind of want to take your head off do you have any good schizo white book stories what in Muay Thai or no 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 schizo white? What he's really asking are: Do you have any like Marco have you rolled stories? have you rolled with people where where he's like like funny stories with white belts where people just like uh mm. I know uh <laughs> I guess uh I kind of learned that like I kind of learned early on that like when you get better you have to learn how to scale because like one of like my first classes I rolled with. Holly, and, oh and he uh-huh. like and he wrecked me. He like destroyed me, dude. This guy, this guy's early rounds suck. Oh he got God. Tyler, got, then he got Kali. He got yeah. Kali and Young Kali. Yeah, yeah. Jesus what? Christ. Yeah, I got yeah. 
Whoa. But also, like, I knew going in that I was like, I was like, this is gonna suck sometimes. I'm mm-hmm. gonna get crushed sometimes, and that's just that's just part of the game. And like, I was kind of like, I, I was exactly what halfway was. expecting that, and so it wasn't as bad, I guess. But um, why do you think you had that expectation? I don't know. Just because I was like, I don't have any like you know formal training at all, and I was like, but I think that's I think that's a very unique, a very rare. The idea that approach to have to come in with the expectations because I feel a lot of people come in and they're like, I'm going to flex on these people, you know, no. like I like they, they might know stuff, but I'm an athlete. Like I work out at the gym. I'm strong, you know? And yeah. I mean, I would just, you agree that that, that, that attitude is kind of a very unique attitude. If that's yeah, yeah, I like, think which it's is, very, I, it, you know, unique and less common. Is what I would say. Far less common. I think the more common approach is, is I mean, people... keep in mind, he also had trained in Melbourne first. So, like, he had a good idea of what That's to expect. That's true. Yeah. I had a, yeah, I had a bit of an idea. So, he's like, this like, is going to fucking suck. Yeah. And, and then, like, like, I just got to pay my dues, right? Yeah. But, I mean, it was, like, it was the same way when I first started, like, uh, when I first started programming or when I first started playing guitar or, like, I, I, the only thing I've ever like just walk I was walked in and I was good at it was singing. It's the only thing that I ever like it was just like, oh, I'm able to do this. Everything mm-hmm. else I've ever done that was worth doing or like like I, I can I can I can take a unicycle into a skate park because like I guess I, I it's the same thing. I walk I was like this I suck at it, but I'm gonna hmm. get better at this it. This guy's like Buddhist. Like he embraces <laughs> the suffering. Yeah. Well He's you have like, to life well, is I mean, like, that's, that's if you can accept that then you just have to if you want to get good at something you have to be bad before you can be good that's, that's i mean everyone says that but i don't think people actually practice that or or actually adhere to that they might say it but i don't think they believe it in their body so to speak you know what i mean i think i mean and why do you think that it is though is that is that because they've gone through life not doing enough challenging things so that when they do encounter something that actually is fairly challenging, they're like, fuck, this actually is hard. I think you it's know? a combination of people staying in comfort zones and ego. I think those are two big factors. I think being in a comfort zone, uh, you know, it, it's right. It, 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 by definition, it's something that once keeps people there because they don't want to yeah. get out of it. And I think the ego says, no, no, I'm, I'm the exception. Because guess what? I watched all those fucking movies as a kid that made yeah, me think that like, I was the special one, <laughs> right? Because we're the entitled millennial generation. We're all special. Yeah. I hate, I by mean, the way, I'm saying that tongue in cheek because I... I'm definitely not a millennial. Because... So. Yeah, I'm on the top end of I'm, I'm Yeah, I'm... Wait, I'm, you were still born in the 80s, though. Yeah, but I'm like... My definition... Maybe my definition of millennial is different than like... Okay, whatever. I don't like the term millennial. I don't like the stuff that goes along with it. I do like making... I do like using that... It's no It's no different than... I know. From but, Gen X and whatever. No, like, I, like I, the baby I boomers are calling Gen X millennials, basically, right? Like, I know. I, yeah, I, I, I get you. And Gen Z is calling everyone that's not them a boomer. A boomer, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 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 Wait, so what is Gen Z at this point? Are they... They're like, you know... Uh, How old uh, is, is that they? Victor? Is Victor a Gen I guess, Z-er? I, I guess yeah. it would be, right? Yeah, I guess I, I think it's up to like 22 or 23 and like everybody younger than so, that. So like, isn't that funny that, we, see, we're so special. It didn't go from generation X to Y to Z. We got millennial. Like we I got a special so. word. 
Well, because millennial was also like they straddled the analog age, yeah, and yeah. the digital age, right? Like, I still remember what, phone numbers. Yeah, yeah like you know, yeah. like isn't that essentially what? <laughs> you know what though? I was pleasantly impressed. Gabriel, little Gabriel who trains here, he didn't have a phone, and when he calls his parents, like he's like, "Can I borrow your phone?" And he knows his parents' phone number. Yeah, really. And I was like, that blew me away because obviously, as a kid. Like that, you knew people's numbers. I st- yeah, like I you still knew their number my first phone number. Now I, I have a cell Florida. phone, and once I switch to cell phones, like I don't know anyone's number. Yeah, like now I understand the, which actually has reminded me of a of a classic Noah story when I was in Sarasota, and this is my exposure to this kind of whole thing. When I was in Sarasota, I was basically the designated driver for a group of dudes that were all college that oh, were so it's dudes. like how you are here in orlando basically no no but it's a little different but th- there I, I didn't know what i was signing myself up for okay but i was getting ready to play tennis in college these guys had played tennis in college and this was the summer of they met me and like hey this guy's pretty good at tennis he's pretty cool he grew up on a farm he has no fucking idea what he's going to get himself into when he goes to college <laughs> so we have to break him in so to speak what that actually meant was hey this guy can drive us around to things so they would get shit-faced and I'd drive around. But it, it was fun. They didn't take advantage of me too, too much, all things considered, when I look back. But I remember going to a house party. And it was not a house party like Project X, you know, where it's like... I've actually never seen that, but okay. Okay, but I, it, I know it, it's not like yeah. a movie. It was like it's a pool. It's not like Can't Hardly Wait. No, it cases, was, it was yeah. someone had a keg at a pool in a lanai. Just a Florida home, yeah. right? One of those things. So I go there. And these guys go, all got shit-faced. Okay, and I was being normal. I didn't drink because I'm, I I was being the good guy that you know is not going to drink. You want to make sure they don't die. On the yeah, and, and all that. So, you have a keg, you have a pool. At some point, once the inebriation level hits a certain threshold, everyone decides to jump in the pool. Okay, Florida. Half the people jump jump into the pool because it's so sporadic. Let's go in the fucking pool, yeah. They don't take their cell phones out of their pockets. Oh, fuck that. So half the party jumped into the pool with cell phones in their pockets. That sucks. Now, this is where it gets better, though. <laughs> okay. They get out, and they have the realization. <gasps> Our phones. All the girls, and, and I'm just saying what happened. I'm not stereotyping girls. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my. I'm not going to call my friends or my mom. And I forget. Because they, they didn't know the numbers. <laughs> so I'm staring at this. And I kid you not, I am not making this up. One of the guys was like, guys, like Henry Gracie, guys, guys, (laughs) guys, I know what we can do. He's like, give me your phones. I know how to fix this. He took the phones and he put them in the kitchen oven. It dries them out. Oh my God. (laughs) He melted the phone. Did he really? (laughs) I swear to God. (laughs) And at that point I was like, I thought you were going to say like, where's your bag of rice or something (laughs) in one of the cases. No, he put it in the oven Oh, and fucking turn that fucker up. (laughs) Like everyone you can't even, the, the next, you can't even everyone, save the SD card at that everyone point. Everyone like, that's, phones at that point. Do you remember that uh, that iOS update troll where they were like, "Yeah, you can charge them in the microwave now." Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. So like, that's it's interesting that, that you that you literally said iOS update troll, and we knew exactly what it was, right? Like, so like COVID's been going on, and I hadn't seen my dad, who's beyond baby boomer. He's a senior citizen, right? Like since. Let's just call him a boomer. I mean, yeah, <laughs> no, he's a boomer, no, no, right? Like, for sure. He, he, you know, he's like 60-something or 70. Or, I, yeah, I don't even know. That's boomer. But, like, so we went over to my sister's place a couple uh, weeks ago, 
you know, when, when like the ban was lifted or not, when the quarantine was lifted and stuff. And I'm like, have you guys been doing blah, blah, blah. You know, like I, I chat with them every so often, but like as a male, like I don't, I'm not very good, like connecting with family. Um, I, I was like, you've been all right, dad, you know, you've been quarantined at work. What have you been doing? And my brother-in-law, Doug, he's like, yes, yeah, so Chuck burnt the fuck out of his throat. Because my dad is on Facebook now because he sees the value of being able to connect with people easily, right, through, via one source. He followed a goddamn meme early on in the days of COVID of, you know, you just get rid of COVID by drinking basically boiling water. And he's fucking drank boiled water. No. And this and I, and and oh Doug God. was like, yeah, like, Dude, that makes, like your that, dad that, couldn't. That yeah. pains me. Like that, that hurts. That's a shame, right? Like, and yeah. so like. The family member, like. Okay, it's, it's terrible, so right? So I, I have I have a theory, and I've I've told this to my parents, you know. But I I believe that there's a certain age. I don't know what it is, but I my, think my parents qualify. I think your father qualifies. It, yeah, he burnt the fuck out of his throat. Is there needs to be like an owner's manual for the internet, or they're incapable of of understanding the internet. So that's interesting, right? Like because I think that there's it, not the internet in general, but like I would say technology. That that there's a weird transition between. Because how many Zoom calls have you seen nowadays with like fucking sixty year olds, and everybody's got their camera like this, and they're all going like, but that's "Oh, can different. you hear me? Can you hear me?" No, but th- that that, right? that that's like <laughs> this angle. That, yeah, <laughs> like, that, that's like unfamiliar. You know right? so, like, so that's that's comedic, but that that to me is innocent, and that's 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 tolerable to me. But there's also there's a trust issue. There's a huge trust issue because yeah. people don't realize that the internet. But people, it's a medium. My parents don't realize that the internet is not what their sources of information were when they were growing up. Right, like it's not the same. Trusted properly. They don't understand yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Cited, yeah. You know, and, and especially social media. Because I, yeah. I, my parents are not on social media. They probably shouldn't be. Whenever right? they ask, when they, they ask about like, well, what about this thing? I say, you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. But like they have the, you see, like, that's awesome. They, they have the willingness to say, I don't know, and ask somebody who's more familiar with it right yeah and it also helped that i study <laughs> computer science and you know it's like, yeah, so yeah. i have i have the extra thing of me being quote a but domain something expert. about like early adopters of like so if you, okay you, how many if, times i'm sorry yeah. to but i have a great story for this how many times i bet this happened to you guys happened to me where i've texted one of my friends who's my age to tell them your your parent just posted a scam thing on on facebook yes mm-hmm. let them know like yeah. what, what is your mom doing and she's like oh she's like S, you know, SMH, I texted her, she took it down. Like, in our, like, yeah, like yeah. you know, it's like, the, the classic was like the Facebook thing. Like, if you post this, you'll start to see posts from people that you've never seen before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cut and paste. And it's like, <laughs> and it really works. And she fucking, you know, and I love, and I love her mom. Like, she's awesome lady. No, no, and she's, and, and, she, and I'm friends with her on Facebook. They literally just don't know better. And most of it is yeah. like, she's posting stuff about, oh, you know, she's, a, she's an unbelievable <laughs> musician and she's posting things about her events. But then she posted that. So then I, I immediately screenshotted, sent her to her daughter, who who's my age, actually a little younger, very hip to all this stuff, yeah. obviously, and big into social media. And she's just like, you know, I had to tell my mom and she took it down. But it's like, that's the thing. It's like, we, we for whatever reason, just like the younger generation is going to have this innate ability that we don't have because they just grew up with it. We have the ability, we have a better spam filter yeah. or shit filter we can go to a website my dad will go to a website and look at a website like the onion and be like and think no 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 right Beyond like that, he'll go to a website that i can tell immediately is a bullshit website based on the ads that are being surfaced mm-hmm. all over the fucking place you mean like <laughs> o o n a you know <laughs> no not <laughs> God, 
we, let's not go down that rabbit hole, man. Please, let's not go down that. <laughs> you mean like that one? <laughs> but a site Sorry. like that, although I think they might actually do a better job, but I'm. Well, a better job in terms of the ads they're servicing. Of trying to actually, okay. I'm like, talking about like when you go as... there and all you see are like HydraCut ads, testosterone, and like just all this random shit. You know? like, <laughs> yeah, and they're all totally clicks. Like area. you could have worms in your body right now kind of stuff, you know? <laughs> and it's like, I can tell right away, this is, this is I'm not going to trust what's on this website at all, you know? And the problem is, you know, for whatever reason, my parents will look at that and not, it will not register. They won't. They won't. They won't see that garbage and be like, "That's garbage." My okay. So my cutoff and my filter or my the thing that I think distinguishes that generation that you're describing to what I would say I'm probably the first generation of this. Maybe a little bit older than me, but is if I can hand you essentially a smartphone, whether it's iOS, Android, even a fucking Android box on your TV, and I'm like something as simple as go to settings, make the color black and white. Something, a simple function. Like I, mean, I think that's even a little harder. <laughs> Is it really? Where I, I, mean, I can say like, where I can pick up monochrome. any digital device and realize like I have 100% control of the thing mm. via something like settings. Yeah. You know, like I can hop on a Mac. You know, you're exactly right. And this is this comes from a user interface point of view. It's like we have a familiarity with user interface in our head. Yes. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. Like for them... The X, the cl- closed windows in the upper right, that doesn't register for them. Right, right. That's like I just, I just know whether it's, I'm on a Mac, I'm on a whatever. Like that, that, that just closes. I should it, go right? up like, there. Yeah, yeah. And at the bottom is where the minimize. You like, I'm still telling my parents go to the bottom, and they don't know the bottom. Means yeah, I'm like the, the idea of like windows, there's this analog you know? transition, and trying to teach like for example like my father-in-law the idea of a picture that I've emailed him of Connor. Like, you don't need to access that email to view that. Just save it to your desktop or something, right? Yeah. And to try to teach him how to... Like, hey, hey, Charlie, these are filing cabinets, right? Like, you're looking at filing cabinets in your house. This filing cabinet is essentially a folder, right? And there are subfolders, which are the drawers, and there are folders within those drawers... And just like but they still don't have that mental they still, map. It's like there's some sort of like this abstract level of thinking that's required to do that. That you, that that, that it, it definitely skips a generation. It goes straight yeah. from them to us, where we get it now, right? Because we had to deal with like the fucking dial-up, like and that, and like we, that was ingrained to us very, very early on with like Windows three point one, right? Like where they don't get that, and I think we see that a little bit with jujitsu. I think with older generations, they're still stuck in this compartmentalized like technique for technique versus systems based approach to things. You like how I brought that full circle? Oh, you brought it full circle. Oh, you like that? You like that? I've been been plotting that this entire time, by the way. (laughs) So what do you think about that? Uh, I think... think, That's a hell of a setup. I think... (laughs) So much Kazushi. I I think a lot of... I I am caught off guard. (laughs) So there is Kazushi there. But I do think that... When you see a, and, and there is a term, it's called digital natives. We're not digital natives. People that were children born when they were already smartphones. Why the fuck did Mark turn off the AC, by the way? I'm hot already. <laughs> that asshole. Pardon me. Go on. And we're back. <laughs> Jesus. God so, it, Mark. <laughs> regarding what you said about, about um, having 
having a familiarity with computers and digital interfaces and that lending itself to maybe pr- producing better jujitsu practitioners mm-hmm. is kind of what you were, yeah. were saying. I think that that is possible. I don't know it, you know, entirely, but thinking about things, I think you have that generation training jujitsu. I think Keenan Cornelius is a great example yes. of a guy who does that. And the way he thinks about jujitsu is influenced by that. And I think that's going to have a that's going to permeate through jujitsu because you're going to have people that have this mindset doing jujitsu and they might relate things slightly differently. I don't know if that's going to produce a better jujitsu practitioner. So Jacare, let's just, let, for, for argument's sake, let's assume a guy like Jacare, Adolfo Rivera, these world class champions, yeah. are not those guys. Maybe they are. I, I, I'm I just, think they're probably on the cusp, right? They're probably there's, the there's I'm those like millennial saying, I'm guys. I'm not yeah, at yeah. all implying you, yeah, that they're yeah, not. For, right, right. But for the sake of of argument, you yeah. know, let's say the what would be an, a slightly older generation. Well, it doesn't matter. For the sake of argument, for like those, like Shan, well, Shanji's kind of even, like Saulo, it would be definitely the generation before him. Sure, but yeah, yeah, yeah. the point or, is, or is the point is is that you gotta go. Yeah. All right, Nick. Nick's out of here. Nick. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Man. Thank you guys. This is a lot of fun. We're, we're probably going to wrap up in like... Yeah, we're going to wrap anyway. up in just a minute. <laughs> okay. he, he's, he's definitely in his closing thoughts mode. Yeah, right I'm now. in my closing thoughts mode anyway. But, but thank Nick, you guys we'll for having me. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you for saying. So I don't know if who's the better jiu-jitsu practitioner, but I think evolution of jiu-jitsu has definitely been impacted. Yes, because of... But I don't know what the alternative is. It's just, like you said, jiu-jitsu is an expression of someone, their personality. If your personality is a personality that's, I'm a digital native, I'm someone that's comfortable. By the way, we're not digital natives. Digital natives are, are kids born after the iPhone. That's like the generic definition. So they're used to that. Mm, okay. So they didn't know what it was like to not have iPhones, you know, or mobile phones like that. And just like that, the conversation has trickled down. Chris, how was class today? I mean, teaching I, it. I taught I mean, it. Yeah, how, like, how did, it was I, a lot to cover. I think I tried to cram too much into one. Especially class. with two new trial white belts, or were they yeah. new white belts or trial? But they're definitely with, they were with people who were like um, that one dude was with Nick. Who's were a they trials level. or were they new students? I don't fucking know, man. Okay. Like I just showed up and there was one dude, my old green gi, and the other guy in a fight sports gi. Whenever you see someone in a lime gi, you know they're they're new. Yeah, they're they're definitely the loner lime gi. Yeah, that's uh, that's the Chris doesn't want to wear this anymore gi. Um, I know, and that says a lot because yeah, but lime green doesn't mix and match with many things. Yeah, but like my goal was to get purple pants. Oh my god! So I could be the Hulk. Right? Oh my god! But like I, I, there are no purple geese anywhere that are a two. So um, I mean, I thought it was okay. I mean, it, it was a lot to cover. Like I, I got a compliment from Ryan Wilkerson saying like this is an awesome sequence. You know, like so like that to me. I was trying to cram a lot into a very short amount of time, but I think we got enough. I think that, I think the, I think the, the, the thing about it is you maintain a structure that's similar to Paul. You give enough time to grapple. So any complaint a student might have about the material, they can't complain because they're like, Hey, that was, just, I, look, I got a good workout in and I got to roll at the, at the end. You know what yeah, I mean? The, like, the, I mean, like, that's and what you're for. I think the, the good thing about you is that, and some people might not like it, but I think a benefit of you teaching is you put your own slant on things. Yeah. So right. you don't copy Paul. You teach what Paul teaches with your own, with your own slant. So it gives the people to see a different way to explain the same technique. You mm. see the same thing from a slightly different angle. And you, you, you talked about a couple of things. In particular, talking about the, 
the cross choke and what it was mechanically mm-hmm. was a way I hadn't heard of it being talked. And I was like, oh, that's a, that's a cool way to actually think of it. So I was like, oh, that, that okay. makes sense. So I was like, you need to think I kind of like that. that. Yeah. So I like that. Who can you thank that for? Oh, <laughs> come on, Matt. Take Go a ahead. shot. Matt Thornton, ladies and gentlemen. That's a, that's a, that's a Matt Thornton explanation. So. I'm not, I don't know if I'm sold on the finish to the cross, the clock choke that you showed at the beginning. With the elbow down? Yeah, because I feel like I could just stand up. I think if you catch it fast enough. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's, it's like It's essentially a, it's a top loop choke. Yeah, I just didn't feel like I had an, enough control of the guy. But again, I was doing it once or twice. I'm not an expert, so maybe. Yeah, you know. I mean, it, it's definitely like a, ah, just fuck it move, you know, sure. like so. I also, like, as you know me, like, I don't like giving up my hips to the position. And I feel, in my opinion, like, I just, I, I feel like I'm losing position when I do a clock choke. Even though you're, they're so locked in, like, they're, they're probably likely going to tap. Like, I feel I'm just going to fall off. Mm-hmm. which is why I prefer like the elbow down method. So gotcha. like, you know, but that, that's the only reason why I even showed it just because like, it's not that I even land that many clock jokes, but you know, perhaps it's because I, I'm afraid of losing position. And so to Ryan Martman's point, just submit position just doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, man. dude, like, just, just submit. submit from there. Just submit them. Game over. You know? End the fight. Kill them. Yeah. <laughs> they're dead. Boom. They're dead. Is it like, right yeah. over? Whether they're dead on top of you or on bottom or under you, it doesn't matter. It they're, they're, they're dead. dead. That's a, <laughs> yeah, as long as you can kill them, right? Like, so I should have weapons from everywhere, which I yeah, got, I, I got to work on that a little bit. I was in a, I was in a weird mood today in the sense that I've been training hard and I've been, I've embraced like, like grappling at a, a slightly higher intensity level even though I'm focusing on training stuff and practicing things, but I just wanted to play today as you should always want. to Yeah, play. no, but it was fun. So, so Victor and I just, when we rolled, we just kind of played, you know, just did stuff and definitely didn't, you know, my body felt great afterwards. Then I had to go with Ryan. Then you're like, <laughs> I had to go with Ryan Wilkerson. <laughs> I wasn't going to play with him. Although he was very flowy. He was, he opened up a lot more today. He was, he was very exploratory. I mean, you know, in, in Ryan's way, he was like, he was, and sometimes Ryan, like, I don't know if he's trash talking. I don't know if he's being sincere. I don't know if he's being sarcastic. Like, it was hard for me to read, but he was basically saying, I want to see what you're doing. So he was, he was letting me, like, do setup. Now, he was defending. Yeah. But he wasn't aggressively trying to pass my guard. I think that's a big growth on his part, which is awesome. Because he did the same thing with me, actually. Yeah, like, because he, he passed my guard, and I'm like, I'm not going to open up. Like, I'm not going to give him my arm. I'm not going to try to buck you off me because I know what you're going to do. Like, cause he had side control on me. Right. And I was like, I'm just going to wait and see what you do. And so he was, he wanted to say, wait and see what I did. So I'm like, I'll just give you my near side arm a little bit. I knew he's going to jump for the arm bar. So like he did that. And like, at that point it's like a game of like, like we're playing a game of wits. Right. Like, and he was definitely doing that a lot more today, whereas normally he'd be like, fuck you, Chris. I'm going to drive my elbow into your neck to make you move, you know? So perhaps that's a, uh, maybe we're all in a little more playful mood today. Yeah. So it was, it was, uh, he had nobody to impress. We, you know, Paul wasn't here. Nobody's got to show off for fall for coach fall. You think that actually happens? Oh my God. Are you <laughs> kidding me? And now we're here for another hour talking about this topic. Are you kidding me? Like, dude, you know, how many times have you <laughs> we just opened a new can of worms deep into the podcast? Anytime, another beer. Okay. There's a different, well, I'm out. Um, <laughs> so do you mean to tell me that you can honestly say that there is no difference between 
the way people pohada when I'm teaching class or Mark's teaching class or anybody else teaching Tommy teaching class. Well, I need to stand up and watch when because I'm always rolling. I need to. Oh, watch. that's true. Okay, that's, I need that's to watch because when when I when I'm when Paul's not here, I think people are going fucking hard. I think there's less like I, my impression is there's less control over everybody because you know dad's I think, not watching. I think everybody <laughs> wants to impress Paul. Well. I think everybody... Everyone wants to impress the, the head coach. Of course. The question is, to what extent does it affect their behavior? In I particular, the roles on the map. people pohada more when Paul's around because they don't want to look bad in front of him. They don't want to look bad. So they will play things... Which is weird because I think he's just looking for people to try techniques. Like, he's looking for growth. I don't think and he's looking for people it, to win. Because the dude never fucking talks. People don't know that. Oh! Right, another can of worms open. Communication skills with Coach Paul. No, but that's just it, right? Like because ultimately, like the, he's opened up about it one time, right? Like, and it was Wait, one of, and it was one of his own podcasts where he's Wait, like sitting what? from the pool. Oh home, yeah, yeah, yeah. like one of his own like vlogs, and he talks about like what am I looking for in production? Oh, right? that's the video everyone has seen. Everybody but cites they don't that. talk about seeing it. It's like it's the video nobody really acknowledges. Because if they, people cite it, and I know verbatim the words, oh, the language they're using. Exactly. It's the one. What are the five things I'm looking, I'm looking for? for yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, know, yeah. know we don't but we don't say we've seen. Nobody the video, says it, but, you know, but we've all seen the video. So and he's like, talking about conditioning, how you do on the mats. Technical understanding. I don't know the word, but I know like uh, how you doing the maths was like kind of number one. Technical understanding, conditioning, conditioning. and um, and like whether you're not just a douchebag or not. I think yeah, yeah, like that's the final one, right? And and but like everybody wants to look good in front of him. Um, you know how many times have you rolled with somebody? And I'm, I know I know what happens. I know I, I see. I'm I'm a higher belt. A lot of times where I have to sit out. Sure. I fucking see the shit all the time. Everybody's rolling with somebody. There was somebody who's a little bit lesser skill level or a little bit less conditioned than they are. They're rolling with Paul. They're kind of dominating them. Not like smashing them, but just like they're winning. Wait, wait, wait. Make the, you got to set the scenario. Are people, are two students rolling or is it two students rolling? rolling. Two students rolling. And where's Paul? And Paul's just either sitting off to the side doing his thing, observing, or he might be rolling himself. Okay. And they're still looking for affirmation from Paul. So they're actually glancing over you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're like, I've got Mount, and they'll look over at Paul. Whether he's rolling or not, they'll still do that. It, it, it's, it's absurd, and I see it all the fucking time. Oh, my right? Like, I can this tell you right now. This podcast just got way more interesting. I can tell you Everyone's right Everyone's going to rate this one at five stars or zero stars now, yeah, baby. This is, yeah, this is, this is the most terrible. <laughs> now we're going inside. <laughs> but that's it. I, 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 I see it all the time, man. Like, I mean, hell, I'm, prob- I'm guilty of doing it, too. We're, we're all guilty. Because we all want that little bit of, like, external well, validation. But I think at its core, I think it's a good thing. To what degree people act upon it, that's another. If yeah, so, okay, I, people can take it too far. I think it's just like, it's like the dynamic between a child and a parent. I don't Bro. think anyone's going to say that a parent doesn't want validation from their, from their of course, parents. Right? Right, right. And it's but the same thing. Have you ever rolled when fucking Laborio was here? No. Everybody's trying to kill everybody. <laughs> I've Do you know what I'm talking about, Carl? Like, oh my God. Wait a we minute, can't wait a minute, look wait a in, we can't look bad in front of Grandmaster. Wait, we're gonna bring Carl I gotta get Carl. Oh, 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 hang. We gotta straighten the cord here. We got length. We gotta keep this. Carl. So, Carl is in the uh, in the studio audience. Carl he's always, uh, he's always I've the never background been, guy. So here's the thing. I have not I've never been here for, I've missed Laborio. Every time. Every time. Every time. Really? Well, I no, I've I saw him once come over in street clothes, talk on the side. Okay. And stuff. 
but I've never... Was he selling the Rohingya? No, he, yeah, he was trying to get Paul to come over to Hesania. But anyway, Carl, describe what was it like with Laborio on the mats? I mean, I, I can't describe it that well, but yeah, no, Chris is right. It, it, everybody turned it up another oh, couple of Oh, everybody's and, fucking Hadolfo Because you're, you're just looking around and you're like, what, what the hell's going on here? Because <laughs> yeah. it's busier than normal because there's more people on the map, but then you're like, everybody's going a little but crazier because, than normal. Is that because they want to press Laborio or do they want to make Paul look good for Laborio? I, th- I think it's ego involved. And, and I can tell you with 100% confidence. And Kali, you know I love you. You're my boy. One of the first times Laborio visited over here and he did like a little seminar where it is. I'm rolling. I'm doing my normal Chris Vu fucking lackadaisical. Oh, you're above it all. You're above. No, you're no, right. no. And, and, and I'm just rolling right there. And Kali is snarling and fucking doing his thing and mounts me. And I'm like, God damn, man. And Laborio, he walks over to me and goes, Chris, you just look very tired today. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yes. And he goes, you know, and I'm like, yeah, because I'm going 60% with the dude who's going 100%, and he's mounted me. He's achieved his four points. Brothers and sisters are turning against each other. We're turning against each other because, for the sake because of because you're here, dude, and like everybody wants to look good in front of you. Like I, I get it, right? Like I get it. And you know, if I gotta take one on the chin for it, so be it. I have that dynamic when I roll with. Uh, Did you say Gordon Ryan? No, but, <laughs> but like, with, with a new guy, with a new guy that is a better grappler. I, it's, I call it the role to impress. Victor and I have the, the role to impress. It's like you roll hard, but you try to be technical. You want to impress the grappler. So, so you're, imagine you're selling JB, them. Imagine if JB walked in the door, a new JB walked in the door, and we know JB's a good grappler or something. When if I go with him the first time, I want to, imp, quote, impress him so he might want to roll with me again, or at least he won't be like, this guy's a fucking nut job. You know what or I mean? Or like this guy, or like this gym is worthless. Like how much, how much, how, how much honestly, are you trying to defend honestly, the flag? Honestly, honestly, I'm not, for me personally, I'm thinking less about the gym's look and oh, more really? about, more about mm, getting his respect as a grappler. Interesting. You know, and I'm being honest, but I mean, it might not be the best, it makes me sound egotistical or. My goal you know. is to always try to be the guy that people want to train with. Well, you're very good. You know who's another person? Tommy. Find one person who would say, "I don't want to train or roll with Tommy." Exactly. Tommy's amazing, you know, and I, and it's not in any sort of thing like Tommy's not a good grappler. He's a nice. No, Tommy is a badass on the mat. He's also extremely technical, and he's a joy to roll with. You know, like my goal is to help here, help everybody here get better, me included. But right? this is this, this is too sad. I prefer talking about people beating the shit out of each other because Laborio's here. But yeah, yeah. So like that's it, it's it's a hundred percent, and it's a hundred percent true when Paul's there, because people were going pohada today, but people were going pohada. In it, it, it's hard. It's it's really hard to describe because not once did everybody did anybody I see look up at me and go like. <laughs> you know like that fucking like did he see that sweep you know like oh did you see that like the hey dad dad hey, did you see the dad are you ready for the dad you're like no i didn't see any of that today but you see that shit all the time when paul's here and he's just oblivious you know he's just like he's watching maybe i should he, take a week and just be like you know what guys just observe i'm just i'm gonna i'm gonna observe i'm gonna just stretch <laughs> i'm gonna but, fake an injury i don't want to li- i don't want to wish i'm a big believer and don't 
be careful what you wish for because you might, you know, that yeah, sort of thing. Might, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't want to actually get injured, so I have to sit on the sidelines. Oh, God. When, you know? oh, with, with Lavoria here, it's out of fucking control. <laughs> I want to bring him back. We need to bring him back over. I it's see, out of I've control. I've missed it. I fucking missed it. I want to see this. But I do, here's what I do know. I can imagine is that if a guy like Lavoria comes over, people who don't normally train come out. Oh, yeah. And it just becomes like, and then he brings some people with him. Yeah. And then it then it's like, I don't know you, but I'm not going to let you get one up on me because this is my house and I don't know you. And I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Like, like I got a sense of that when, do you remember the, when that UCF school students? came over? No, no. Cause UCF students, I think primarily cause they were all like beginners. They were beginners yeah, yeah. and students, you know, and they were, I, uh, some of them you wouldn't even, I wouldn't even characterize as grapplers. They were people taking a class. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Like, when there was a class that visited, I don't know. Oh, was it? Oh, that was from um, uh, Hobson Mora. Was it Hobson? The Hobson Mora affiliate down in, over in St. Cloud. Yeah, okay, yeah. Hobson. Okay, how, how did that? Who was the connection there? That that. So Paul, I I want to say it was Peter. Was it Peter Pan? I don't. This is before I was. Like, okay, so I, I want to say that was like a school that Paul had like opened way back in the day, and then Peter like Peter Pan like took over, and then made it Hobson Moore. And made it Hobson Moore. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and then like they're they're just connected by way of Paul. So there were two know, stories being... in that. One, so they came over, and I learned that at other schools they care about belts more because we were like grip fighting, find another partner. I'm like a two stripe white belt, you know, just starting to get my sea legs a little bit. Like, hey, I'm you know I'm kind of. Kind of, kind of. Th- I think I know what I'm doing a little bit, kind of, sort of. You know, obviously I didn't, but that's what I was kind of. And I turn around, there's a brown belt from the other school. I'm like, hey. And that guy gave me the dirtiest Did he really? Look. Oh, Fuck he, that guy. He, like, that sucks. <laughs> like, that's, like, first of all, he's in your house, right? So he should respect your rules. He gave me, the, and then he, then he just, he basically like, just like planted your face 90% trip me every, like, every two seconds. You know, like, he, he didn't actually throw me or trip me, but... He was actually like almost catching me, like yeah, he was yeah, just yeah. kind of like like a like a fit in, like an he was entry he was showing, like, yeah, he was flexing on me. And then of course they have green belts. So as the white belts that are like getting close to blue, we're like, oh, what's a green belt? You know, it's like, oh, those are guys that that they're, are between they're, white they're the same level. You know, we're like, ooh, they, you know, so it's like, ooh, target. You know, like so then I went with a, a green belt, and yeah, we went fucking hard. You know, and it was just, <laughs> you know, it was just like. But why? I, I don't even know why I was going that hard. You know because what I mean? you just didn't know better. I didn't know any better. Like, but those are the two memories I have from that, you know? But why did he even go hard? You know what I mean? Because like, I, I... Like, I if, I'm, if I'm in his situation... Well, if I'm in his situation at Greenbelt, I probably wouldn't know. Like, I don't blame him. He's a Greenbelt. He's essentially a white... He's a white belt, right? Now, with the, with the two and a half years I have under my belt, if I go to another school, I don't want to ruffle the water i don't want to like i want to no you're a guest i want to be i'm a, like, guest. You're a guest i don't right? want to like, i don't want to really submit anyone if it's if it's a submission it's a very reluctant submission you know it's it's not like i'm not uh i'm not trying to uh escalate any situation you know what yeah. i mean but man that was just like you know, we're all on the wall and then because there wasn't enough room for everyone to grapple oh, so it was so like right. wall rounds and dude that's well, with people watching, you know, same thing. Does an audience matter? Oh, yeah. You got to put on a show, man. You think so? For me. I mean, for me, I like having, like, I, I like, you know, having that. But when you have people, like, encouraging you, yeah, you can hear them talking. It makes it more of a competitive situation. But that, sure. that's independent of what I'm talking about. We're talking about people glancing up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, the glance up. Hey, did you see that? Did you, did did there's, you see that? The, the, there's, did, 
Did you see I'm, that? I'm calling did right you, now. Did you see? I don't care what any. Did you see the belt on my waist? Did you see the belt on the guy I just caught? Did you see? Did you see? Did you did see? I caught that, that sweep. Do you see how they're I different? My, do you yeah. see that? Oh, that's, <laughs> dude, I, I'm, I'm telling you right now. Any, any feedback on this podcast for this part portion alone? If you say that you don't roll any different, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I'm, I'm. I'll assert my. He's black. calling us out. <laughs> I, I, I will say it right now. If you say no, I don't really. Like you're a fucking liar. So how because are I see like, that shit, Carl? How are your roles on the Boreos Day? Did you go with I people? I don't remember that far back, but I, I just remember it being yeah, it's like like Chris said. I just remember looking around and being like, "What? Everybody? What the hell is going yeah, on like, here? What, like there should have been a disclaimer before we came. <laughs> like, what? Like, like just you know, like when did this become Mundy Owls all of a sudden? <laughs> you know, right? Like wow. it, it's because that's the opposite of what I would have expected. I would have expected everybody to be like a little calmer and you know, it's seminar. Everybody's having a good time and one would think. Yeah, and it went the other way. Yeah. It's everybody like, look at how good I am, Grandmaster. You know, like, and it's. I hey mean, it, it is. What you it never is. know who could get promoted on that day based on their performance. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he's seen you, he's seen you for five minutes. <laughs> Paul, is it cool if I give this guy a brown belt? <laughs> right? Like, maybe. I mean, maybe that's the hope. Because there are those impromptu, awesome, like you know, the special, guy wins a tournament. Could, could, this be, could it be me? Could it be me? Yeah, like. Could it be me? Paul. Where's your roll of tape? <laughs> you have clearly been holding back on all these things. Like, I, I'm throwing that there right now, guys. If that's what your mindset is, fuck off. Like, stop that. Like, oh my uh, god, it's, there's <laughs> a golden stripe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Like, oh, yeah, like is there a special low? Like, do you do you count? I got that one from Labor. <laughs> right? Like, see that little signature there, Lebo. <laughs> is that? Is that? I mean, maybe that. It, it, it's. It's definitely it. I've noticed. I've observed that over the course of however many years now. Like that's a hundred percent of the case. And I, I guess that goes to you know something we talk about on the podcast a lot, which is the concept of hero worship in yeah. jujitsu, and and that's a side effect. And 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 Paul's he, he's a you know whether that he happens it or not, yeah, exactly. There are going to be people it, that people put him do on a pedestal it, it, a hundred percent. Man, well, I had a good laugh, man. Let's let's let, 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 let's like you know how they say give it a high note. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been a great audience. We will catch you next week. <laughs> yeah, next week. Big things. <laughs>